Weather today in the greater Cincinnati area. I love you so badly. I We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. But the senator, while insisting he was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. WKRP in Cincinnati. I like it. It's a whole nice little long I like intro, the twist. Right? I think I think it works. I like it. I, I, I think it's. A, I think it's. I think it stays. I I, I like it. It took me forty minutes to do, Crocious. <laughs> that that's you put some time into it. You know that's good, man. It sounds good. You know, so yeah. I, I like it. it. It sets up for this song, and then you sets get, it up. And, and I'm watching a little bit of the the athletic competition here. We got it, and then we got enough of it on for you guys to where you kind of know what's going on, but you don't. Exactly. If, if you don't know, if you're a true blue follower of the show, welcome in, by the way. I am Keith Pazel. This is my podcast. <laughs> and I'm um, Adam Crocious. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to be here for you talking about the world and our lives through what's on television. <laughs> and right now it's the Washington football team fucking doing business against... Again, we're like a couple of dudes, or like when you were young as a kid, sitting down on a couch and you just would watch a couple hours of TV yeah, and talk, and talk during with it. Your, with your lads. Exa- yeah, that's Look something. how good that throw was. Yeah, he's... When you went into the song and I started talking, you put the because we had our, mics, our mics were muted, and I started talking. They were showing the highlights of like three good passes. He had every single pocket he had, like had space in it. I'm yeah. not used to seeing that. Let's look at the offensive line here. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's it was enough. Oh, that was a good pass, though. Wow, that was a good pass. That 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 was a very good play. You know, I mean, he's capable really of doing this. Towards that, that that they can do that and they aren't I like the idea of having something else playing behind it. <laughs> is, is that you know, they Cohen who is this is some short it's uh Michael D Cohen yeah actor Michael D Cohen Look I, at all the actor writer director producer Oh I'm sure choreographer he is. No, That he, just means you failed at so many things yeah. Is really all that means Yeah cuz you would be doing one of those things if yeah. you did it well yeah. you know that's like uh, one of our buddies, one of our comic buddies once told me he used to make menus for restaurants and he was like, you can tell when a shit, when a restaurant is shitty because they make everything like there's no way you make spaghetti and sushi all well, like just pick one. <laughs> yeah. Sushi at a cheap place like that. You're asking for it, you know? Uh, but yeah, I wonder what we're going to talk about this week. I know, you know, Keith, I don't know. I don't, we don't have to hop into, I, I want to admire and just again, talk about this, this. Tampa Bay Buccaneer offensive line, which I was moaning and whining, which I appreciate you enduring. I appreciate you enduring. It's all good. It's because I, mean, I have to get the stuff off my chest. I mean, but neither of us have a quarterback on our fucking well, exactly. team. Exactly. So. They're terrible. And, and, and the Vikings are... I, I Their offensive lines have been bad for so long. But Keith. here's where we differ is I love my terrible quarterback. 
Yeah, well, you know, you it's, hate your quarterback, and he's better than my quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he's he's only good against bad teams, and he's always bad against good teams. He cannot, in some fairness to him, and we're talking about Kirk Cousins, quarterback in the Minnesota. Not everybody Vikings. can be Mahomes, and we all know that Mahomes. I, and my, my and my point is is my point is he they don't have an offensive line. When you watch a team that has an offensive line, it's like oh. That's actually a pocket. The quarterback can actually be a little bit comfortable and do three reads. It's like it never happens with the Vikings. Their guards are so bad. I can't even do three reads in a book. You know, they they, they don't. <laughs> God, Dungy has kind of a weird look in his he eye. He looks kind of, of, of punch drunk. I always yeah. envision it's like, <laughs> the ill is just going. And he's got like a very, he's so positive. He's one of those people where it's like, what's going on? And like, He's got the positivity of a dude whose son overdosed on drugs. Yeah. Because that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, because well, he is, it is a uh, strict Christian family in the Dungey household. You are a strict Christian in the Dungey household, you know? Uh, and I, I think that his son was, uh, I think his son couldn't deal, I think his son got his heart broke for the first time and he killed himself. He couldn't deal with the pain Didn't of Andy it. Didn't Reed's kid kill himself as well? Yeah, he died of a drug overdose at the Eagles practice facility. I think like a custodian G, dude. Like found him like in a closet somewhere, you know? Stuffed it's like, up in a locker. Wow. You know? And then so, and Andy Reid is such a workaholic. I think he took like a week off and it was like, nope, back to work. He didn't take the season off. That's your kid dying. That's a yeah, big deal. Yeah, he did deal. take like two weeks. He only took yeah, like yeah, two weeks Yeah, it was like, off. oh yeah, because you know, my career is everything. That's all that matters. Well, you know? well that was also at a time where they would question your like is is Andy Reid fuck can he handle the pressure yeah, of an like, NFL season <laughs> and his son tying off yeah yeah, yeah having that narrative <laughs> it's like no you're allowed to to, to grieve a bit because your kid is dead and yeah. they died at your place of work I might add which is another dimension of oddness that would be a little weird to go well, into dude, work the Chiefs Prima Holmes had that guy blow his head off in front of the fucking players wow oh yeah that linebacker Ooh. I had a great joke about how <laughs> they were because I have I played fantasy football Chase I still play fantasy football. Of course. I had the Chiefs defense that year, and fantasy so hardcore that when that happened, people were like, oh, you're going to play the Chiefs defense this week? Because he was a starter. So he was like, oh, are you going to bench the Chiefs defense? And I was like, no, they're going to play inspired football, dude. Like, that was... And did they have a good game? Oh, they dominated. And yeah. that was, like, not when Andy Reid first got on, the Chiefs were bad. That was, like, coming out of the Matt Castle years. <laughs> Matt Castle. Well... It, if you can think of the most journeyman quarterbacks, Matt Castle is one of the He's guys you think of. I also think of uh, Gus Ferrat. Kate, or uh, McCown, Josh McCown. Josh McCown. Uh, he, he had like he a seven. He played for the Bears like seven times. <laughs> seven different <laughs> times. Didn't, wasn't he the quarterback when the, the, the Cardinals beat the Vikings on the last game of the 3 season? I watched that game. The Cardinals converted four fourth down plays to score a touchdown on fourth down. He was the quarterback. on. He was like 23. And the Vikings, they win that game, they go to the playoffs. That was a tough year. 03 was a tough year to be a Viking fan. Just letting you know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it was a tough year. Well, because, yeah, that was the, yeah, they, they were like. Well, they still had Moss. And they were supposed they, to be And they super had Culpepper, good. yeah. But their defense was soft. They had a soft, banana soft defense. Uh, and they started out very. They started out six and zero that year, and ended up nine and seven. So they were three and seven their last ten games, and they were playing the Cardinals, who were pure garbage on the road. And they lost. Was that eight. the Plumber Cardinals? No, 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 no. That, that, that was the McCown. Plumber. The McCown. He was like twenty three. He was. He played. And this is 03. 
This is 03 he was playing. He was the guy who beat the Vikings as like a rookie. You know, he was like, oh, we're going to let you play. And he converted. I'm not lying. He converted four fourth down plays on their last drive. Four fourth down plays. And, and that crap happens. Ooh, oh, my Lord. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Get, get, get me off. This is what really matters. Well, I was going to the news. She, yeah, we, we're going to go there, but watch. There's a little bit of Wonder Woman. We're kind of popping on here a little bit. And, and you know, I am... In love. Yeah, you're in love with Gal Gadot. She's I a mean, fucking Zionist, bro. It's, it's, I know she is. She is. Uh, you got to reconcile she is with that. Stunning. I mean, she's Giselle beautiful to me. Ain't I find her wrong with a look. Really ad- good looking. There's nothing wrong with advocating for Israel a little bit. Well, yeah, listen, Israel should exist. But admit, yeah, but it but, is but, Palestine. Yeah, but, but but admit it's the biggest land grab. But it maybe is one of the biggest in history. Okay, let, let's be honest here. It is I a love, land grab. I love you know? all the Jewish people in my life. It's Palestine. Yeah, they uh, they don't want to hear that. Just to let you know, in this country, Dude, in this soccer book that about the Hung- about Hungarian soccer, they were yeah. talking about how forever they were talking about making a Jewish state to put all the Jews. Like the creation of Israel to me, people talk about it like it's this great like, oh, you're giving them their land. But it's like, no, it's just because you want Jews out of your life. Oh, exactly. I mean, yeah, they're on board. They just know? wanted them somewhere else. <laughs> God, <laughs> you know, it my first stepfather with w- fucking positivity. <laughs> but exactly. Yeah. My, my, my first stepfather, you know, was Jewish and, and, and his grandfather w- brought like uh, he was a, he was a Zionist. The KC Athletics and, fan. And, and, and he went to no, 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 no. This is like in the, in the 1930s. Uh, he, he was bringing a, a, like irrigation to do agriculture in Palestine, but he's Jewish. They were buying up land, and his boat sunk. It's got, got into a, a. Was it sabotage? No, it wasn't sabotage. <laughs> it was a bad storm in the Mediterranean, and they went down. But uh, but the point is is uh, so I, I feel like I've got had a lot of exposure to the Jew- Jewish culture, going to temple, going to bar mitzvahs. You know, and my stepfather for many years talking to him about a lot of the Jewish experience, you know, like him, I remember him talking to me and saying things like, you know, it's it's it feels weird sometimes being a member of a group that people really hate. You know, like there's a lot of people who hate you. You know, I remember being like, you know, 16 years old and that had an, made an impression on me. You know, I think it was a good thing for me to hear. So I give him a lot of credit for some of my politics. Yeah. But, but at the same time, uh, Israel is, uh, you know, the Palestinians are the largest refugee group on the planet. So the fact is they need some land. You've got to slice up some of your country and give it to them. You have to do that. Slice but it up. Slice they, it up they, like but that fucking Hyman Roth. I mean, that's one of the things Trump did foreign policy wise was, I mean, he just, I mean, Israel is, they are in the fucking back pocket. I mean, this country like backs Israel, whatever they want to do. <clears throat> they got the biggest bully on the planet backing them. You know, they do. Which is, uh, you know, I, I mean, that, that is the most important influential country in, in American foreign policy. It's not England. It's These not Europe. It's what? Israel. It's China. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> China. God. I, I you tell gotta, you what. You gotta, it's China. You got to say it quick. Are, are you it's, a, gonna, it's a quick release on the China. <laughs> at the end of the, okay, given this week, and what a cherry on top, which by the way. It's been a good week. He, he still has an opportunity to do some real weird foreign policy th- or try to do foreign policy things. I, I still think he's going to yeah, say, why they want we're going to bomb honestly, Iran. That's why you know? they want to get him out of here. Because I think I he, say out of here like it's me, like they like out of my apartment. That's why we got to get him out of here. He's in my bathroom right now. <laughs> but it's truth. He has to be jettisoned out. But but he that is, would be great if he was jettisoned. <laughs> if you're going to fucking <laughs> just shoot him out of the White House. You have to be jettisoned. <laughs> yeah. You go. It opens up a little hatch and you just get shot out. Yeah. Like escape Shut from up! New York. 
<laughs> just go full fucking. But, but I am, and, and I have complete, I, I think I'm a pretty empathetic person. The, the plight of the Jews, they needed their own damn country. That would be great, though. You know? So you have, you launch Trump out of the can, and you hear the, the explosion, <laughs> and then it just followed by. Then you when restart Trump America. <laughs> then you fade in, and Joe oh, Biden comically stumbles in. Yeah. Oh, good. Now everything's. But but I, I still I said this before about his psychological condition is he's a sexual sadist. And, and again, when a sexual sadist is finally caught, when they're finally caught, they tend to have one final act of defiance. Yeah, but let's be sex positive here, Crow. No, no, no. Well, no, because he's not. This is his, this is his problem. This is a psychological issue. I know. I know good sexual sadists, though. Some of them, some of them get, get some of the best people. Some I of know. them get consent, you and know. they get they get a young lady who's also a sexual sadist. You know, but it's just yeah. But I got a feeling he likes to beat women up and do bad things. I have. Oh, a, I mean, not, he's a again not defending. I'm yeah, just saying, yeah. <laughs> if there's a sexual sadist listening to this, who's a good bloke. <laughs> Or fella, or girl. I got a feeling those cannot be together. I, I think if you're a sexual sadist, there's. I mean, if you meet grappling. a girl, if you meet a girl who also wants to get a cigarette put out on their chest, then fucking go for it, dude. Oh well, that that I mean, I guess yeah. I mean, if that's your thing, yeah, yeah. That I, I hear, I hear, yeah, I hear that, yeah. That I support. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you up. that, Keith. I'll give you fucking, that. If you're just two sickos listening to this show right now, put a cigar. But out if you're arm. one sicko who's trying to dominate a person who's not that way, that's a bad thing. Put a cigar that's a out bad on thing. your forearm, <laughs> fucking Breakfast Club style, and subscribe to the show. Preferably, <laughs> oh. just watch on KeithPazel.com though, because it's all there for you. As you know, Keith, you've struck struck a chord in my mind about putting a breakfast cigarette club? out. No, not Breakfast Club. Putting the cigarette out or the or the cigar out. That was never in my that I'm um, thankfully I didn't come from that kind of family. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that. Smoking so, yeah. them, yes, but never putting it out oh, on, yeah. on an arm. Yeah. If they were going to, it would be the butt, because they were not gonna waste any sort of fucking tobacco <laughs> on punishment. <laughs> yeah, it'd be towards the end. It was like your last pull or two as you were down to that. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Have you ever hit I remember when I smoked a cigarette for the first time, I hit it past and it hit the filter. And the heat passes through the filter, and I almost burnt my fucking lips off. Yeah, it's like yeah. slurping coffee through a straw. <laughs> yeah, but 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 he is a uh, he is a sexual sadist. Yeah, and so I think he's still capable. You could say maybe this was uh, his last hurrah. So for, to tell people if they don't know, uh, we're talking about the the some the siege the ins. I like insurrection because yeah, it was a WWF pay per view. Yep, uh, so it's it, an insurrection. You know, that's it's a, it's a nod to my my childhood. Um, but yeah, insurrection, whatever you want to call it, it happened. Um, so what were your initial thoughts? I woke up. So my breakdown of it is I woke up around 10 p.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Then I kind of went back to bed. I looked at my phone and I saw that like protesters were at the fucking Capitol and Trump made a speech. Yeah. And then I woke up. I took a shit. And then I came and sat down. Oh, you were in a good headspace. At this very desk. You were in a good headspace. Post shit. And I yeah. flip open my phone, and Corinne Fisher, who is a, a very funny stand-up comic, she just tweets, "Turn on the fucking news right now." <laughs> and you see them get. That's when they approached the Capitol. Yeah. So the people who were at Trump's speech, he told them to march on Pennsylvania Avenue. Love Pennsylvania Avenue. Beautiful Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah. Uh, and they, boy, did they. 
Uh, so when they got to, they were hanging outside for a long time, but then they start showing tweets of like people taking the barricades, you know, those like, those like barred barricades that you can like slide up those bike rack type barricades. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the end of the blues brothers. They were taking those and stacking (laughs) them up and climbing them like ladders, like fucking orcs and fucking Lord of the Rings trying to climb the castle walls. Yeah. Yeah. So that's happening. But you're like, these are, they're not actually going to get in. (laughs) And then you see them on the roof. They got on the roof Yeah. and then they breached fucking like the lobby. Yeah. And a lady got maced. Let's fucking yeah, find her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, it was, yeah, I, I didn't, uh, oh, God, I'm sorry. Just, I mean, she's just, she's not a very good actor. <laughs> I'll tell you Gal that Godot? much. Gal Gadot is uh, on the spectrum of good to bad. Gadot is the dumb Waiting peep. for Gadot. No, but but she, that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. She, she is, uh, I mean, she's, not, I mean, she's on the, on the spectrum of bad. She's more towards bad, but she makes up with her in sheer physical appearance. It is stunning. The camera, so, the ca- I, I think the camera loves her. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Well, yeah. <laughs> the camera loves her. You the sound ca- like a goddamn producer. <laughs> exactly, but it does. The camera loves you, dear. <laughs> the camera. <laughs> so I'm going down. I have the whole timeline of this shit. Um, oh, did they finally reverse it? Oh, fuck. I hate when they update articles. Fuck the AP. They had the timeline of this whole event, but like they're still updating it. So oh, it's yeah. like today. Oh, 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 of the aftermath of, of the <laughs> yeah, storming of the Capitol. Yeah, they're like arresting people yeah, the, the, now. The, and well, shit. there's certainly a hangover from it. There's but a hangover. I got this, but we're not yeah. there yet. That's yeah. not good for the radio show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But no, 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 no. I'm trying to get some momentum yeah. on this fucking story. Yeah. No, I'm I'm upset at my link. I had a link saved and it okay. fucking threw me to the end. That's okay. That's okay. So, so he gave his speech and it was more election denying, which again, it's the same thing. I don't know how people think he's such a genius because he really just says the same thing every time. Yeah. So he told people to march on Pennsylvania Avenue. They were like swinging off of fucking rafters. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing. Every like that is if you're upset at liberals for defacing monuments, I don't know what <laughs> the if there's any monument, it's the fucking U.S. Capitol. Exactly. And they were hanging Trump flags on it and fucking there was a so, fucking Confederate flag absolutely. hanging off the backside of it at one point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a YouTuber named fucking uh baked alaska was there is he just a big right wing jag yeah way more followers than us way more successful than us of course of course does he have like uh i saw some guy who wore that shirt with that i've never seen or fucking i thought in my head when they said because i know who he is through being a youtuber i just know the name baked alaska never seen the channel never seen him but i assumed it was the guy with the buffalo horns it's not <laughs> so what's his thing what, what's his he's angle? just a right-wing shitbag he fucking shits uh, on libs is he just he's just is he just a, a i'm a provocateur he's like, he's like a QAnon a guy. yeah god the what is cure. the deal what is the de- they're trying to stop the pedophiles crow well it's just like i mean that you, you have to put it in that sort of light I don't know. It's uh, odd. It's odd. So at first they were just kind of, if you were describing it, they were like hanging on the outskirts of the, of the cage. And then they actually got in. They breached the fucking doors. They fucking broke windows and got yeah. in. They had to fucking delay the, the hearing certifying the election, which yes. really was the point of the whole thing. Exactly. So in a sense, they accomplished something yeah. for a brief time. 
So then, but so then it was embarrassing because you had videos around the world going around of people well, exactly. walking around through the chambers of the Senate with fucking dildos strapped to their forehead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it Which, I mean, if you're writing a sketch, that's hilarious. Like, yeah. that's funny if that's the Martin Short show. <laughs> it, it, again. If it wasn't so serious, it'd be high comedy. It truly is. I mean, like what like the that, imagery of it all is, is, is amazing. It is a very Monty Python thing to happen. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> it was real. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, which is just, how is this being digested? I mean, listen, any thinking person overseas, the vast majority are just like, what is the problem with your government? I mean, there's real issues they have with America, you know, and some Americans, you know, and this this just validates that. And it's such a, again, Putin is just, I'm sorry, what a master polit- geopolitical uh, masterstroke of just making this country look ridiculous for like four years, like making, a, like, look at how dumb these people are. Look at what they'll do. You know, it's amazing. He's not I wrong. Mean, so, so many, but, but you're right. I want to, you have a good point. If you just repeat the same message over and over again, again, it's that notion of just, you know, it becomes the truth. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, that's Trump's repeating life. A lie. That's well, his that, life creed. That, that, that's what his papa taught that, 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 That's what, that's what the fucking Nazis Never did. Never admit that you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, yeah. If you admit you're wrong, it's somehow a form of weakness. You're a huge puss. Yeah. And, and also just like, that you're not coming up with a, a, a solution. You, you you have to. And what's what's the solution? Then you become a huge bully ass. Here's what here's what Trump you know? hates right here. He doesn't want the booze. You see, my fantasy, because my fantasy is that. Uh, when he gets arrested, when he finally gets convicted, and I don't know when that's going to happen. It won't be of anything fun. It'll be like tax fraud. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Shit. It'll be some business, and that's fine. Even Capone went down of boring shit. It, was, it, it, it wasn't yeah. for the St. Valentine's Day massacre. But he is going to go down. And when he goes down, I want to be there to the prison, and I want to yell, lock him up. And then You're also like the have, liberal version of Mikey Mankin. you know. <laughs> and then I want to also... be there. I, I also want to have, like... <laughs> I also want to have like their uh, the, the, the just the of, of giant like speakers with laughter and the sound of just laughing because the thing that bothers him most is being laughed at and I want to have this big loudspeaker where it's just laughter while you also hear lock him up just repeating it over and over like really rubbing his fucking face in it but the problem is that, that then that, that would be a an event that would spark the war <laughs> that, that there's a potential a war could happen you know with that one because if it, if you could execute that keith how satisfying would that well, be Well, before all this so before earlier before yeah. the raid happened my plans was to talk about the phone call that got released so they released the hour phone call between him and his lawyers like basically asking for the hail mary where yeah so he was down like eleven thousand seven hundred and seventy eight <laughs> votes in Georgia, and yeah. he basically asked his lawyer, like, find me 11,780 votes. Uh, but the, And they released the whole call, and it's fun to just hear how dumb they know he is, <laughs> but they're working for him, so they have to, like, advise him still. Yeah, 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 uh, which I'm, I'm sure that's incredible. There's a moment in the call, I wish I time-tagged it, but we're really past this call now. It would really be past news to play this. Think of the sycophants Uh, that are around But there's a moment in the call where he talks about, like, voting machines, and did you check on this? This machine got hacked, and these ballots got delivered overnight, and this amount... Like, and he goes, they go, so you asserted that over 15,000 people voted that were dead. Uh, We looked into that. The number that we found was two. (laughs) 
two people who were dead voted. So the facts were just like everything yeah. they shot down. <laughs> and he just goes, well, I heard this. And his lawyer goes, Mr. President, the problem with <laughs> believing everything on social media is and Trump cuts him off and he goes, this isn't social media. This is Trump media. And I was just like, that's kind of Nazi right there. Oh, that. that's a very, that is a fascist thing to say. Absolutely. Of like, this is Trump media. Yeah. Basically I, saying is that if it goes in my ears. Yeah. Truth, daddy. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. Absolutely. I mean, in its own way, it is an awkward sort of implementation of the rise of Hitler. <laughs> It's, it is. It's a it's buffoon. Just, he's yeah. a buffoon Hitler. He's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's Hitler, but would never be capable of actually like committing an atrocity, like pulling it off, because he'd be too incompetent. He wouldn't know the right way to make the decision. Yeah, you know, he would. He would. Fuck he would it upset up. too many people along the way <laughs> that, that it wouldn't be implemented. Oh my god, yeah. what a horrible administrator! What a horrible administrator! And that's all by design. Just don't make the government work. Anyway, I, I don't want to. Let's make some no, humor. We'll get some humor in it. We'll get some humor in it because it, but we'll it, find it, is, it along the way because it's just, I mean, again, that image of that it's being broadcast so across the some, planet. Here's some humor we could get. You know, it's amazing. Um, I mean, it's just, everybody. it's an embarrassment, I guess. But I also yes. think, no, you know, going, baby. they, again, it, it is the failed beer hall pooch. But the problem is, is 10 years later, it worked. <laughs> The beer hall pooch was like a real death plan, though, which actually they're finding out today that there were zip ties and there were some people that actually wanted to, like, kidnap senators, which isn't that wild that you think you can actually do that now. <laughs> well, That's it, another thing that makes me laugh is there's a portion of the people who committed this that they actually thought that there were senators that were like being held against their will doing this. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that I think yeah, they thought yeah. that they were going to come in and there were going to be people like, Oh, thank God you're here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've been, and then they were going to certify up. this. Yeah. And then all of the, the Trump senators would tie up the non Trump senators and you'd have like a negotiator situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The answer is, Yes, you know it's. Just, uh, they've been in it. Uh, it's Although crazy. it was fun to see Lindsey Graham get booed out of an airport. <laughs> That's cool. He missed his flight. I missed my flight. I was gonna get fucking sucked off in the bathroom. <laughs> was it in Minneapolis? Larry Craig. Larry, remember, remember, Larry, Senator Larry Craig and I used to sixty nine. What was? <laughs> so where was he booed? What airport in D.C.? No, I forget. Maybe it was in South. It was somewhere he had to like. I think it might have been a fucking transfer. Hold on. I could look it up specifically if it, if it really matters played? to you. Like in red states. How it is such a atrocious uh, detail of what? what airport was he fucking booed out of? <laughs> well, because uh, I probably flown through there at one time and I want to like get, put it in perspective. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's just sort of hear what airport did that like. Was he going back to back home? Was he in a liberal city? Was he in a conservative city? You know, which if he was, you know, that would be a good sign. I would think that even they realize, you know, the, the people. Oh, no, it was Trump supporters fucking with. Him. Oh, they were Trump. saying you knew it was rigged. You knew it was rigged. Oh, oh, oh yeah. They're at National Airport. They're in D.C. Yeah. Oh, you knew it was rigged. No, you want to play this? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. Desperately. I want to play this. Oh, come on. What the fuck? It's all good. Here we go. God damn it. Hold on. I hate fucking... The reason I've been... 
God damn it with your fucking stupid story bullshit uh, video. I just want to see him get fucking booed at the airport. <laughs> I hate you, CNN. I don't want to think peace on this whole thing. It's a 30 second video of him getting booed at an airport and they have to put a piano behind it and fucking throw. It's not a story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Stop making f four minutes out of a 30 second piece for Christ's sakes. Well, the, yeah. The, well, they're trying to, you know, they want to give you that's more in depth. They want to give you some background. There's no you know? in depth at all. He got fucking booted <laughs> at an airport. Yeah. By Trump supporters. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's God again, it, this has such. I the think we're going to have to deal with this. We're going to have to listen to this horseshit video just well, to hey, get man, it. Come on, you know, it's just, man, hey, let's just check it out. <laughs> if they ever come play on, it, man. they could not play it. Yeah, it's true. Is this not copyright infringement? Is this Lindsey Graham, you are a traitor to the country. That's it. Now they're gonna, they used five seconds of it, and then now we have to listen to CNN's horseshit. Not on this podcast. That's all we needed. Oh, you get the idea. These, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, these, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people are pissed off. But again, I wonder how truly pissed off are people in Iowa who didn't go to this? You know what I mean? Like the but who voted for Trump, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I watched this. Yeah, yeah. And what happened? You were trying to go inside the yeah, Capitol? Yeah, I, I made it like a foot inside and they pushed me out and they maced me. What's your, what's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And why did you want to go in? We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I didn't know you were here for the revolution. <laughs> now that you now that you've declared like that's how fucking. Yeah, that's what people think freedom is. Yeah, this is America. You could just like storm the Capitol, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's this is what they think the Revolutionary War was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just this. They weird... actually declared legal war on a fucking country. It wasn't just like them throwing tea in a lake and then they yeah. whipped out guns and started killing people. Yeah. It, it's this cartoonish version of our history, of this country's history that totally exists in the South. Having, having gone to Stonewall Jackson Middle School, that narrative of like the lost cause was like a subtle thing that was put into history classes when I was like 11. Like that, that was put out to you. Did you have to do the Pledge of Allegiance? Uh, did you yes. have to do that? Okay. I did. Okay. Um, I didn't know. I don't know if they still we did that didn't or do not. The, we did the pledge in, in high school, even up to high school. Every, a different student would do the pledge over the intercom every morning. Oh, yeah. And I found out one of one of uh, a friend of mine was a Jehovah's Witness, and she was a little white girl. So when she told me, I didn't believe her. Because I was like, oh, are you going to say the pledge? Yeah. And she was like, oh, no, I'm Jehovah. I can't. And I just was like, oh, yeah. And she was like, oh, no, I'm serious. <laughs> and that was when I learned that they let white people be Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a. Yeah. That's certainly a sect of Christianity. <laughs> Maybe they should get their uh, time at the helm at this point, you know? I mean, it's, I don't know. I wouldn't want Biden's job. I don't know. I wouldn't, uh, I don't know. I don't know where you begin, you know? I guess you just begin by trying to make sane decisions, you know, like, like week after week, all month right, after yeah. month, you know, because. So it all started <clears throat> at 1.55 p.m. Eastern and, it, and this whole thing, they basically delayed this all 12 hours. Um, Ted Cruz advocated it. Now they want like. Because this is work. Ted Cruz says yeah. American democracy is in crisis with polls showing that large numbers of voters believe the election that occurred was rigged. That was at 220. 
250 protesting uh, Trump supporters of Donald Trump have ble- breached the U.S. Capitol. Uh, yeah. And, and then doesn't he send a tweet at like a 315 asking for money? Like they were trying to, he, he was capitalizing well, on that for a fundraising campaign? 247, he, he tweets, stay peaceful. And that's, I think, before they actually got in. And then they get in. He's such a turd. <clears throat> and then, I can't stand Ted And then Cruz. they say that him and his team were like watching Happy and they were like, why is everybody bummed about this? <laughs> like, why is that? Like, this is a good thing. Yeah. His staff, like Texas assholes well, his around staff him. staff was the, him and the Trumps, just the Trumps were excited about it. And his staff was just like, no, this is not good. Yeah. Jesus. Um, 3 p.m. protesters. Yeah. So at 3 p.m. they breached the U.S. Capitol, forcing a delay. Okay. Um, And then at 310 with pressure mounting, he fucking that's when he released the video condemning the supporters. God. You know, again. But then like he didn't call in the National Guard. Pence had to call in the National Guard. And he hates, yeah. that's what they said. They were like, the whole time this was happening, people were storming the White House. They said he was fuming about Pence not overturning the election. Yeah. He had created that in his mind as some sort of out. <laughs> you know? I mean, seriously. You know, it's, it's weird. It, it really is. There, like there a, is a logic in it, but it's so twisted. It's so twisted. It's very twisted. It so. really is like a... Uh, <laughs> Kind of like a unfun. If someone wrote a sitcom, but it wasn't funny, <laughs> like they try and like trying to be so over. Like if you read the Trump presidency as a sitcom, you would be like, "This is so over the top yeah. <laughs> and fucking unrealistic." Yeah, yeah, it is. I guess I wonder about the the damage it has caused the psyche. What's it going to take to quote unquote heal the soul? <laughs> I mean, is that even well, possible? First of all, that's gay. <laughs> so <laughs> the healing, like, how does that happen? You know, <laughs> I mean, when do I mean, or is it Here's just how you, just heal. Gets you worse. listen to this show and you listen to us make fun of it? <laughs> there were That'll people with buffalo you. horns in the fucking thing. that you know what I think is funny and Mateen Stewart, comedian. Very funny stand-up pointed this out. The people raiding the Senate all stayed within the ropes when they were storming through, like, the main wall. They didn't, like, stay. They stayed in the ropes. And then, like, uh, four people died. We should say that. And we should interject all of that into this. Uh, A couple people tased themselves. Uh, One person was trampled. I think only one person was that lady was shot by... Yeah. fucking capital cops but she was about to breach where the senators were yeah and that's where they were like there were a few people that actually how dumb are you that you thought you were going to take people hostage yeah well i i think that again and i when i go back to the the pooch thing i feel like this was their first this shot was the keg stand pooch yeah. <laughs> Fuck this hall. is the, this was their attempt to sort of do that in a weird way to sort of create that yeah and it failed and it failed. This was their coup. But 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 I I wonder, you know, as did the beer hall pooch. But then ten years later, they got in power, you know. So it's like these people who uh, that he is energized. It's crazy, you know. It's I mean, again, I've always known these people have been out there, but he's really played to them and just into their fears and riling them up and like feeding into like just anxieties they have and like i am somehow the solution you know and and it's this caricature of wealth and i mean what a con man it's incredible you know i mean his career is incredible 
Dude, you're getting his. If Trump heard you saying that right now, he would just be like, "You goddamn right." I know. Yeah, he'd be taking me so literally fucking hard. He has no, no sense of he irony. He only gets hard when you call him fucking a uh, fucking thief. You fucking shill. <laughs> when he when he fucks Melania, she probably has to go. Yeah, you're gonna fuck me like a little crook, a little fucking crook. Yeah, they, they have you're like put your crook dick inside of me. Criminal words out of their sex words, like <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's hilarious, man. Put a literally put a white choke collar on him. Yeah. Oh, you criminal. Oh, you want to choke criminal, daddy? Criminal, yes. You Call know. me Enron, baby. Again, because he is, he's a sexual sadist, and they tend to have one final lash out. When they're truly cornered, when they're truly cornered, they have one final lash out. I, this could be it, but well, I still think one out. thing is This la- was the lash out of his followers. He, Yeah, but he was <clears throat> he is agging them. He knew what was going to happen. He yes, egged them on. of course he did. But if we're following letter of the law, he was definitely smart enough to where if you listen to his speech, he doesn't actually say like, he says, march down to the Capitol. And then Mussolini, this whole Hitler Mussolini thing, it's just a cartoonish. You know, I mean, because because I mean, uh, you know, what combat guy Giuliani goes out there and talks about oh combat politics. Like, I, come they on. They took that off YouTube so quick. I was so upset. I didn't get to watch that. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like that's what? the one bad thing now. So f- after all of this, so all this happens, Trump fucking puts out a video saying first starting the video by saying the election was stolen from us. Yes. So I understand why you're doing this. And then he is like, but fucking go home. And then he goes, but we love you, but go home. Like it was just the worst bullshit. So then they pull that tweet and they start banning his tweets. Then they temporarily suspend him. This morning they permanently banned him from Twitter and a host, a bunch of weird social media. He can't Spotify banned him. Yeah. Which yeah. more we I was originally thinking like can he not use a Spotify premium though? <laughs> that the, I want to listen to Earth Wind and Fire. Well, this is gonna funnel him into what he I wants to do. To, I can't <laughs> listen to Blood, Sweat, and Tears anymore. Or the Bee Gees as I have them. On my, <laughs> it's hilarious. I, I had every Andy Gibb song on there. <laughs> the, he was an Andy Gibb fan. <laughs> Solo. Andy I don't Gibb, like a band. Bands are for cowards. Died died at the age of thirty. He blew his heart Jerry out. Jerry so didn't much need the pacemakers. He could have just been Jerry. You know. But yeah, it, it he could have just... <laughs> walked alone. He talked about not walking alone. Why? You walk alone. <laughs> but it, it is, uh, it's just incredible. I mean, it, it just is whatever. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. So, I mean, but we even at this household got into a friendly argument. Where do you stand on? Obviously, he should be banned from Twitter as the president. If Donald Trump, the citizen, was saying all this shit, then you can have a legit argument. But now people... I woke up this morning to people saying it was China because he's banned from social media. Like, there's this... Now there's this confusion of people thinking that... That, like, Twitter is the government. That, like, people are saying, like, well, the government's saying that you can't tweet now. No, 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 no. Twitter is saying that Trump can't tweet. Yeah. They, they, they just can't believe it. You mean a company has that level of power in society? What are you talking about? The government's always telling us what to do. Not 17 billion corporations. Out. No, it's a government. They've been so conned. They have been so conned for so long. that they, and, and they're just doing their biddings so certain nefarious wealthy interests can just continue to buy and own. It's just so disgusting. And they pawn it off as freedom. Yeah. 
You know, well, and then there's nuances to it. So I think I don't every, think there's I any. Think, no, no, I'm not saying to pull. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying sorry. to the banning of stuff. Yeah, to the, yeah, the, the banning. We're talking. Yeah. We're talking about social media now. Yeah, bro. I hear you. I hear. <laughs> Thank you. You know, in my day, when the carrier pigeon. No, I don't know who was it. Was uh, that uh, Bill Cosby? But I think people so, lump everything into one. Like people think that, like, oh, you're banned on Twitter, so now I can't go on the internet. Or now people are like, well, you would have supported. Uh, CDs being not allowed to have cuss words on it like no these are two different things yeah yeah th- like that was actually the government saying that Metallica couldn't sell CDs yeah yeah which yeah. I, that's a that's fucking but like this is Twitter's not the government if Donald Trump creates his own social media platform he can put it on the internet he might not be able to put it on the Google and Apple app store because it's yeah. a private company they can deny access to it yeah but you can go to Trump and post your racist horse shit yeah. That follow his dumb fucking guide. No one's saying he can't do that. He probably has. He can go on DonaldTrump.com right now. And that's what I actually yeah. said. I was like, make your website fucking like how I ask people to do. I'm trying to get KeithPazel.com yeah. to pop off with yeah. this fucking podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Make DonaldTrump.com pop off. Well, it, and then so, was, but I guess he fucking told people to go to DonaldTrump.com. They're not censoring me here. And then they go and it's just him asking for fucking donations. Oh, because he knows his legal bills are going to be massive because they're coming after him, <laughs> which is amazing. You know, it's. Yeah, but it, but it'll still be about him. It's going to still be about him when he's going to get like when the yeah. when he goes to trial. I don't. Oh, he's going to stroke out. I, I you know I was all for the maybe comedy of him starting a tv network but it's going to be the same bullshit it's all going to be about election fraud and stuff that well, has to do with him well, well exactly i mean th- this is all just going to funnel him into what he, what he always wanted you know, to do to if begin you're going to start a tv network to talk exclusively about like insane conspiracies i might be on board for that. <laughs> but if you're just going to talk about how you're still the president i'm not well i'm not upping my cable package for that <laughs> well that's the thing about and it. that's another thing yeah. too is he's, yes. he's gonna have to go internet because now that these private companies are going against him ain't no way one of these cable companies puts trump tv on any of their packages yep. it's gonna have to be a fucking trump dot band or whatever the fuck yeah like a yeah. web address again build your website donald yeah it, you know it, he's it, listening it, <laughs> i can't believe it's not already there you know, uh, yeah, no, the, yeah, it is. Again, it's going to funnel him into creating his own network. It could be a streaming net, whatever. It, it, and, and he will obviously have millions of people that will listen to him. You know, he'll still he's going to he had a platform for four years, but he's old. He's 74 years old. Uh, he's very overweight. I'm sure he's Adderalled out. Uh, I think that. Well, not he's, he's going to stro- he's going to stroke. He's going to stroke out. Oh, yeah. He's going to stroke out. I think. I feel it, like it, those criminals, they're programmed biologically. You know how like when <laughs> a wife's husband dies, she just dies shortly after. Yeah, yeah. Because the so second a, a con artist is arrested, his heart just finally gives out from the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> like when, when he's actually caught. That's yeah. actually his final act of sexual sadism is his heart. <laughs> yeah, the coke is. Yeah, yeah absolutely. His that, death boner is his game. final. His yeah. final ah. pleasure is him fucking. And just getting a death boner and just <laughs> yeah, that's how like all the hoods slowly die. leaking well, come out his final well, load that's what nelson rockefeller was a vice president for gerald ford and he died you know having sex he was he was fucking a, a girl i think he was like in his 70s and she was like in her early 20s and he was nailing her and he had a heart attack he had to grab her while he was fucking her and he I'm died nailing her man <laughs> I just like the idea of old presidents talking like that. Like, I'm just like, dude, I'm totally nailing her right now. 
71 <laughs> year old Nelson Rock. I'm nailing her. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. <laughs> but seriously, I guess he was like, he was nailing this like 21. Yeah. <laughs> As a man in his 70s. And it's like, and he, I think he had a grabber. That could be totally wrong. But I, know, I think man. it's, I don't he, think he it's went that like, off. He went down like, like Mr. Pryor. I, I th- <laughs> fucking Richard Pryor's dad had a fucking grabber. Oh, a grabber during sex? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can believe that. Wow, dying during sex. Dying. I gotta say, you know something, man? If you're gonna go, I don't know. That, that probably isn't a bad way to go. It's not bad. It'd at be all. bad for your partner. <laughs> that would. I mean, I feel kind of bad about that. Like, hey, you know, they're yeah, they're gonna be upset. You know, they just like, feel the life leave <laughs> just, your, oh. your erection and like what and just the facial expression going dead. I'm sure it looks. I'm pretty like, bad. Moment. I don't know if there is a soul, but if there is, it 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 leaves through the dick. Because <laughs> oh, I felt I felt a, that was, <laughs> I felt a fright through my pelvis, my pelvis, my pussy was a fright for a moment, a flash. Yeah, that would be a bad. Yeah, yeah. That His would, life flashed before my pussy. <laughs> this is the beginning of Wonder Wonder Woman. Well, and then the sequel, they flipped this fish out of water, so she's like coming to the world for the first time. Yeah, and then in the sequel, he's coming into the future, so they get to yeah. have the moment where she's showing him everything. Yep. Exactly, you know, because hey, turnabout's fair play. Yeah. <laughs> so, are, are you over the criticisms of Wonder uh, Wonder Woman eighty four? I or? was never hurt by them. Yeah. Well, or, or just yeah. I mean, I, I just, just don't. I just was. I think people need to be. I just don't think it was as bad as people say it was. It's just a movie at the end and, of the yeah. day. At the end of and the day. And I'm a guy who loves criticism. I'm not against. Yeah. We were saying because we watched that Sabrina show on Netflix. Yeah. For kids, that Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> And they do this thing where I don't even know if it's time travel. It kind of is. So there's a moment where she goes to hell. But then another version of her comes to like save her. But then they just let both of them exist. Like one of them stays in hell and another one stays above hell to like go to school and be a teenager. But I said what started the debate is I go, well, one of them is like the real Sabrina. Like one of them is not the one from the past or the future. Like one of them is the one that we've been watching this whole time. Yeah. And she was like, no, they're both her. And I'm just like, I get that. But like, <laughs> and, but my whole thing was like, I was like, they're not doing time travel right here. Oh, it, and it, she it, was like, weren't you the one who was just saying that people shouldn't make like criticize stuff? And I was just like, yes, I was like, but I'm not, if I went on Facebook and said season four of Sabrina is hot garbage because they don't do time travel, right? Yeah. This is nonsense. I watched this for eight episodes and then they fuck me at the end yeah. with their bullet. If I did that, then I would be being a hypocrite, <laughs> but like I'm all for people criticizing shit. Yeah. Just calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Criticize it and then laugh about it. Don't be like, yeah. fuck this. <laughs> yeah. I used to get vitriolic. I wasted two hours. <laughs> like what the fuck would you have done? Groundbreaking. If you didn't watch wonder woman, 1984. But, but like, I, I, I thought that they did time travel wrong in Sabrina. I still liked it. Haven't you? Okay. I, I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to, it's a good question. I think you'll have an answer too. I know you'll have an answer. I mean, have you had a movie you've watched where you, you've been like angry? You watch it at the theater where you were like, I did not spend my, even though it's no. only six bucks. No. You see, that I've is a difference. I've never wanted then. to walk out. I've nev- I, never, never. I have. 
I have. I've only walked out of a couple movies. We've talked about it before. But there's times when I left the movie Strange Days. In the mid-90s, there was a big, like, cyber paranoia. Johnny Mnemonic. It's <laughs> like, the internet, man, it's going to take us all over. It's 1995, you know. And, and you know, they kind of got it right. But the way they told the stories were not. It just didn't make any sense. Str- Strange Days was one of those cyber horror movies. Oh, dude. And, like, we're going to watch the trailer. So and that's how bad. we're going we're gonna to watch the trailer. Uh, and then we're going to take a break. Th- this movie literally strange days like it upset me and i talked about it for like a half an hour afterwards i remember my friends were like would you just shut up and i was like no how how are you not as upset as i am by this movie i i can't stand it i can't stand it i'm, I'm so on, looking forward on, to seeing this one of my least favorite movies of all time <laughs> gotta switch it over i gotta, I gotta learn the, the switches now this is ray fine reality everything was a diskette it's about the stuff that you can't have right the forbidden fruit straight from the cerebral cortex i mean you're there you're doing it you're feeling it you're beginning to see the possibilities here he's like a drug dealer main connection he's so dark i'm the magic man this got something to do with the He does not sound like Voldemort. <laughs> I'm the magic man. Well, this is his first movie, I think, after a Schindler's List, you know, when he, when he was the evil Nazi. Yeah, this is very Lawnmower Manny. Oh. This is a two and a half minute trailer, Papa. Oh, yeah, we're watching it. It's the dark end of the street. Ooh. How do you like it now? Ooh, how do you like it now? Everything. Her character. Is that Angela Bassett? Yes, yes. So they went all out for this. Oh, and then Juliette Lewis is in. Juliette yeah, Lewis was her. a star. You know? I love the shot of it. Looks like everyone's jizzing. They have the shot of everyone being like, <laughs> like you, you, you take in the future. <laughs> it's so intense. <laughs> but it's, it's like right into the future. It's the year two thousand was becoming like whoa. Sizemore is in this. Sizemore is in. I'm sure he was a big junkie. That guy was a guy from. The, the crow. Yeah, he, he's I mean, also in Kiss the Girls or a long. He was in Alien Three. That fucking Vincent D'Onofrio. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. This had crow, a crow. We might have to watch this movie. I, li- I mean, her character. I, I was so sick of like I'm a black woman and I'm strong. Like that sort of character. Like Does she talk like you that. Know, it's, just, it's, it's like Foxy Brown or something. You know. Is that Meatloaf? No, that that's fucking Tom Sizemore, mid junkie. Holy shit! This fucking. This is like oh, it's two thousand. Man. Color play. Well, it's well, living color was a little earlier than this. They're what a little earlier than this, my friend. You're the that, that was three personality. I, I hated this movie with a fucking passion. It was so bad. She's like in a band. Look at her. Man, she's gonna make a music career for herself because that's also her Ooh, dream. It's all multicolored and shit. You know? <laughs> Catherine Bigelow, you know, yeah, it's terrible. Well, you want to, you want to ease into a break here, then? Yeah, that's a terrible movie. It's yeah. so, you know, it doesn't look good. I gotta give. you Oh, that. but but you can tell it's trying so hard. Like it's gonna be of the future, you know, exactly because they're having cum shot faces. <laughs> oh, like, like their sex face. Yes, <laughs> taking it in, but it's so bad. All right, yeah, let's go into it. All a right, break. well, All right. we're gonna be back here in a little bit. Here, it's gonna we're be gonna- fun. Ease into a break. Looking forward to it. We'll be back after a word from Crocious reading ads. 
At Blue Cross Blue Shield, we've been protecting millions of people for over 75 years. It's what gives us the experience and understanding to help you find a plan that fits where you are today and where you'll be tomorrow. Get spring break styles for the entire family. Tees and tanks for just $5 and thousands of other amazing styles all on sale. Run to Old Navy. There are moments that define who we are, what we stand for, and where we're going. Made with pride, crafted with passion. Jeep Cherokee, find love again, right on the Gulf Coast. Beau Rivage, a feeling like no other. To succeed in our ever-changing, busy world, you've got to create your own brilliant website. Wix makes it simple. Create your website today. It's easy and it's free. Every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Imagine waking up to the enticing aroma of bacon, sausage, fluffy eggs, and a whiff of delectable hash browns. Stop imagining. Get to McDonald's for the deluxe breakfast platter because nobody has ever woken up to the fresh smell of cereal. You know, so it is, uh, it's a good book. Check, Whatever. Check it out. Man. I just hope there's a time one day where I own water and <laughs> I, I go to my water mine and there's people slaving away and I just fucking, I beat them and drink a bottle of water as they're beaten. And then I just fucking take a hook umbrella and I catch a hot air balloon and I just sail into the air. <laughs> that, that's your vision. And of then wealth. as Nate Simmons said, because I told him that scenario, he goes, yeah, but then you would get up in the hot air balloon and you'd realize you're alone and you'd get real sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You'd be above it all. Yeah. You know, exactly. Your fuck you money. Your true. F- you know, you made a point. We were talking about this during the break about someone who's, you know. Like welcome some, back, some, by the way. Yes. Welcome. Oh, should we do a little? We can know. do it. Exactly. All right. Well, That's when you know it's official. Yes, we know it's the beginning. I'm of the leaving it half. rolling, though. We that was good stuff going in Absolutely. on the break. But, no, but, but, but <laughs> Let's the point play on the movie. We too. were talking about like you know, oh, like like a uh, whatever, uh, an actor or an athlete making like five million bucks. So that would be their fuck you money. Like, who cares if I get canceled? But the thing about it isn't just about the money. It's how they got to that point in their life and the drive of their ego. Other things are being met, Keith. So they just can't imagine. No, that's not enough. I have to conquer this. I can conquer. It's another obstacle in the way to my path of glory, you know? So that will be defined by more money because I'm so amazing. I'm an amazing human being. <laughs> I think I am. I need to have so much money and riches. If I don't have riches, I'm just, oh, I'm just amazing. Shower me with riches. <laughs> Isn't that the way you go through life? That's, why, that's, why I, that's how I think. Well, it, I'm switching because everything got all befuddled. But is it the truth? Did, did, the Carda- did uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West break up? They did. They, 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 They're yeah. divorcing. They, they, Not just a breakup. Yeah, yeah. This is Southern New Hampshire University. Oh, right. We're bringing it down. Yeah, because it's amazing that that got steamrolled. Even the, even the Kardashians were silenced by the political events of the past week. Yeah, they couldn't. Oh, no, it's more because he's nuts and he's probably fucking... They probably have to lock themselves in rooms because he's fucking got guns out and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and just yelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, Old I, Janet Yellen around the house. Do you remember Janet Yellen? I only remember her from Bill Maher. That's, that's <laughs> political people I know from Bill Maher. <laughs> Janet Yellen, is the, isn't she the uh, Secretary of Treasury? The nominee? Something like that. Yeah, some Brad. She was some fucking Brad. <laughs> 
Look who is the cabinet. Uh, yeah, I-, I wonder if Trump is going to like try to have commentary on his cabinet <laughs> and look at this oh, total he's loser. Throw them all under this the loser bus. that they're picking over here. Terrible. It's just like, and then you're going to have to respond to him still. You're going well, to have and, and to respond at, to shit. You're going to have to go to DonaldTrump.com. I shouldn't even say it. Yeah, let's not hype his platform. But again, he's not doing shit with his website. We should buy DonaldTrump.com. They're trying to shut him down because, well, they need to because he's a dark, sinister force. He has unleashed horrible forces. So well, we're going to continue doing the there. second it's show. We got a hefty second half for you guys. We got stuff to talk about. I'm sure we'll ramble, but we're going to watch fucking uh, While You Were Sleeping. This is a romantic comedy. <laughs> we're lightening it up as usual for the second half. We talked about a lot of heavy insurrection up top. Uh, uh, but we're going to take it. This is Hollywood pictures, fucking caravan pictures, two Look pictures, multiple pictures made this fucking movie. Roger Bingham bomb fucking John turtle tab. He made of pirates of the Caribbean movie. Uh, but this takes place in Chicago, fun, romantic comedy. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. There's football happening. Crow. Yeah. yeah. Look at the setting. This is, this is, I had just moved to Chicago. There we go. Hey, yeah. It's going to be set in Chicago. Peter Boyle's in this. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So this is what we're going to watch. This will be in the background while we talk about other things like football, you were saying. So Jack Warden, here we go. I used to work right there. Right in the lake? Oh, wait, in wait. the river? No, to the left. The building Crocious the left was there. a tour boat guy. No, no, I worked for... That's Crocious on that bike right there. That, that's all like Michigan Avenue shot. No, it's oh, not, yeah, that's this not is Michigan fucking... Uh, no, this is like fucking, what is, uh, River North. That's that area. Oh, look at where it's The set. largest gay bar in Chicago <laughs> right there. <laughs> look, I, that, was, that, was, that was a t-shirt that was being sold at White Sox games. When I was, said, Wrigley Field, largest gay bar in, in, the, in America, right? Or the city? Something like that. They there throw, we go. Yeah. Little there, something, oh, something hyperbolic. look at the Picasso. Oh, I miss it so much. A little something <laughs> oh, hyperbolic at the end there to put it out. <laughs> it's know. okay. I think this is establishing the city that it's set in, correct? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, they've, they've done it. Oh, what a fucking, what a movie. What, what, what a, uh, what gets made? Well, I mean, again, this should make you feel confident because you're in the process Maybe. of trying I, to get I'm something Maybe. I'm hoping. I mean, I, yeah, I had a this meeting This shows this that it, it could happen, Crow. They're going to make your fucking TV show. I, well, you know, I tell you, this is an out of nowhere. Just don't remember it being this orange. First, I remember being with my dad. He would get these far off looks in his eye and he would say, life doesn't always turn out the way you plan. <sighs> I just She's right. wish I'd realized at the time he was talking about my life. Look at how awful she looks. But that never stopped us. She looks like my friend Saul Trujillo. <laughs> pack a bar sometimes working hard, and he would tell That's me young Bullock, right? stories about yes. strange and exotic lands as we headed off to exciting destinations like Milwaukee. Didn't your dad do this? Oh, like Milwaukee. Well, yeah, it's the whimsy, yeah. like how they lived in bumfuck nowhere. So they were like, oh, let's uh, go to Milwaukee. Let's dream of Milwaukee. Schlemiel. Schlamazel. We're gonna die of the gout. Ceremony and about my crazy Uncle Irwin who fell asleep in the God, oh, it's, it's, my blood is already starting to boil. And we're literally describing her 40, life. Sort of 45 seconds well, into Crow, it. now she lives in the big city. She moved to that place. She the moved setting, to that place they talk about, Crow. The setting is, uh, the setting up and the, uh, it's just, whatever. 
And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. You don't need any of this for the rest of the movie. You probably don't. Yeah. It's just trying to like endear. endear. Well, no, because there's Peter Gallagher. She's oh, attractive. Look at those eyebrows, dude. I know. Uh, but I, I look forward to But she's just regular, day. but you know, she's just she like Adrian and Rocky. She's a hidden beauty. Yeah, Whoa. she definitely is fucking Adrian and Rocky. That was probably exactly the fucking archetype when they were like, we're going to make a new Adrian. You know, yeah, you know, it's probably like, well, that, that seemed to be a theme that get caught, you know, and it'll work in people's minds. W, that's my favorite part of these movies is when you have to make up fake <laughs> shit of just like, WNY, fuck you, Chicago's talk, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Because you can't use real radio stations. <laughs> oh, look at her. She's, we see, then she's in a golden light, though. Real she's, rock. She's in love. She was playing. Now she's happy. Well, look how much she loves Christmas. She's hoisting a Christmas tree up into her window in her apartment the that way, now probably- how you would do this well look you know? she's a single person living in this giant fucking apartment <sighs> how much would this apartment cost at right that now? time just, the, just this window in in, in 1992 three this, this, this is, is 93 this is 95 i think i i lived in chicago i think i still had that i, I had that sweater for in, in, until 2010 <laughs> but the, the bullock's wearing it was the same type of sweater it wasn't as long and floppy like oh she's just cute in it whoa I think that apartment probably cost a 95 three bedroom in Chicago is probably like oh, oh this know. is cliche Goomba is in this too you'll love the, when this guy pops up is it, I think it was probably 1100 bucks a month for a three bedroom in Chicago at that time what year did this come out Jesus Christ I think it's, 90, it's 95 scroll it's 95. down because it's such a hit Oh, this dude! <laughs> what is this fucking? It is ninety-five, April twenty-first, nineteen ninety-five. What were you doing? Uh, I was just starting to do stand-up comedy, and I was going up at Hitchcock's on Tuesday nights, and then uh, go- no, 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 on Wednesday nights, and then Tuesday nights going up at uh, No Exit Cafe, uh, like in ninety-five. Yeah, I, I was hanging out with uh, Dave Balutansky, who eventually introduced me to the cult. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah, we talked about that. I, I was I was working at the uh, the place I'm writing my script about. I was still. I was my very first job out of undergrad was working for the uh, organization that I'm writing about right now. So uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, that that was an interesting time. That was my first time in Chicago, making the decision to move to to L. A. That summer, like I'm gonna just give it a shot out there, man. Let's get see what's you know. I want to just check it out, you know. All right, I got. I was young. I got the, we're going to combine two segments because we were watching the rom-com. Look at yes. this guy. Well, well, yeah, he's been a known. I mean, this Look at the fucking hot dog guy. I'm the voice of reason. <laughs> they should put him in it more. He's just in it right here, but I would like him to be the one wherever she's down, she goes to his cart and like holds up the line because she's yeah. fucking just bleeding all over him. <laughs> Listen, I'm not your friggin' therapist here. He talks like he's from New York. <laughs> yeah, even though, even though it's Chicago. I'm well, not your therapist here. <laughs> yeah, they off because I think in a lot of people's minds, New York and Chicago are kind of comparable cities like in, in, the, in people who are not in the know. They don't really know. But so like, you Crow, know, if yeah. you're living in rural New Mexico, like Chicago and New York would probably be kind of the same city in your eyes. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. So her life is about to change, Crow, because the yes. whole point of this scene is she he's asking her to work on christmas without family because she's the only one without family so she's gonna do it but we all know her life is gonna change because this is when but she's not <laughs> I, I, i'm sorry look at they're playing the spin, some cheap spin doctors back in the background here's why this Listen. is not it's 
bluesy because it's Chicago. Christmas in Chicago. That's what I like and hate about blues is you can just play this riff and go, it's Christmas, <laughs> Chicago, yeah, it's the lake. <laughs> This is that housing stock. I mean, shivering, you know? it's cold in the city with big shoulders. The blues. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are the cliches of Chicago when people like think of you know, again? I guess the hot dogs. Yeah, that. But yeah, the, the, the blues. Jim Belushi wrote this song. <laughs> what if? Uh, Jim Belushi wrote this song. Well, what a career right. to literally have like your famous brother. Like, he, because he dies, you get a career. Look at those eyebrows. That's not you know, cutting edge ground there. But so, do you want to get into? Yeah. What do you want to do? Sports? Do you want to do this week in TV? Uh, how about a little bit about uh, the NFL? I, I assume you're going to watch. Playoffs. It was today. They did. Yep. The, the Rams pulled one out against the Seahawks. I, I knew they were. Uh, I thought the Rams were going to win because their there's, defense. I is think good. there's going to be upsets a plenty, and I think there's going to be one tomorrow by a <laughs> game, little game between the Chicago Bears. <laughs> And the oh. St. Louis, so he goes down. Yeah. He's down like and, fucking and, and Dick and the Van New Orleans Dyke Saints, here. right? She looks like a Home Depot employee or a Lowe's employee walking. <laughs> Those jeans. She trips over the bag, gets Second knocked City out. Second City Turico, we're going to get some product placement here. We're going to get some press. I would be. Dis- I would want to make the movie if she, instead when she's running, instead of skipping over the bag, she trips over it. She face plants. Yeah, into him. Bleeding, no. And then she's late, so the train just runs over him. <laughs> and it just... And then for the next 45 minutes, we're just watching her knocked out and his corpse. <laughs> Mr. Mr. The guy hey, I've been Mr. fucking rubbing my bean to for the last fucking four years. <laughs> oh, Mr. <laughs> exactly. Oh, hey, Mr. I'm so sexually attracted to you, Mr. <laughs> well, she doesn't know his name. Exactly. But yeah, but still, it's like, get over it. Would you say something a little cool? That Mr. eyebrow is cut severely and just not affected. <laughs> Yeah, he was. I think of a sex lies and video unaffected. Tape. Uh, Peter Gallagher. He was a you know, he had a career in the nineties. He, he was in uh, American Beauty. You he's know, he yeah, dude, He's the king. You want to yeah. be fucked by the king? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me, I'm the king. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah what a, oh. So yeah, she's fucking. They're at the hospital. Whoa, darling. No, family. Only. No, you don't understand because I was. You? Wait there. Wait there. Get this skirt out of here. <laughs> um. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's So are you yeah. into the playoffs at all tomorrow, or oh, are yeah, you just kind of like fuck it? I know. Honestly, I, I actually I'll watch a little bit of playoff football. Like I watched the very end of the Colt Bill game, which I thought was going to be a good game. I, I had to do a bunch of errands in the morning. Came the back. Bills and ended up running away with it. Right? No, 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 oh, no, no. It, no, ended, no. it was good, right? Twenty-seven, twenty-four. Colts See, had when, a chance at the end. When know? I turned it off. It was 27 14. Or yeah, they, they came back. Or some shit. Rivers kind of brought him back. and uh, Hell yeah, motherfucker. I actually, I think that's a pretty good game. He I, was I, fucking I, destroying his mask, dude. He, <laughs> those NFL players are really taking these masks to the limit, dude, of just like how they stretch them off their face and pull them down angrily. Yeah. But yeah. Rivers has the scowl on his face of a guy who doesn't believe in COVID. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. I don't believe in shit, motherfucker. But he doesn't cuss, though, so that's a wrong impression. Yeah, but it's that he weird believes, Christian sternness. He only believes in Jesus and the love of his family. That's my immune system, brother. And his eight children. I tell you what, 
Uh, he, he, has helped. he has 13 he's kids. Thir- he's 13 kids? I think so. Oh, my God. Oh, I know he Let's had eight at one day. Yeah, that Let's was probably five years ago. He, are they still po- – I tell you what, they, they are procreating. The white race is continuing because of uh, what Philip Rivers has done. <laughs> I, I'm surprised Trump doesn't give him like a Medal of Freedom, you know, before he leaves. You know, you have helped the white – you've helped the white race. I mean, he is absolutely he's procreated the white race. Holy shit. Three, six. All right. So they have nine kids. Yeah, that's a lot. Gunner, Claire, Sarah, Catherine, Haley, Grace, Rebecca, Carolyn, Peter, and Anna. You know what? Aside from those Gunner, are, I'll accept those names. Yeah, well, those are all religious names. Well, yeah, he's 39 years old. Tiffany Rivers is Jesus, his wife. Jesus, man, he is. Tiffany Rivers is at this point just a fucking skin cave with a head. <laughs> she just fucking, oh, oh I she opens up like a sarlacc and just fucking drops kids. <laughs> like a sarlacc? <laughs> what, 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 what was a sarlacc? It's hilarious. That's it's a great fucking line. from Empire Strikes Back. That's what eats fucking Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just, it's just that's, a, that's, that's good. That guy, that worked, Keith. Good job. Well done, yeah. Keith Bay. A I'm a goddamn line. semi-professional comedian. You know, yeah, that was good. That's that's hilarious. Uh, oh, this cast. They've got 11 kids. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, he's, he's procreated the white race. They must be stopped. So here right we now. go, dude. Okay, nine as of September. They want 11, maybe. Oh, my God. Come on. So, yeah. Come on. At this point, come they on. They want as many children. I mean, children. at that point, should there be a forced sterilization? I want as many kids as commandments. <laughs> I mean, it's wow. I mean, it's, you know, I guess, you know, that that is a she's he's trying to fucking it's that charger DNA. Dude, Roger Cromarty has fucking 47 kids. He got a reality show based on off how many kids his he had kids through a vasectomy. (laughs) <laughs> it Which was is that insane. strong yeah yeah it's <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> did he get a vasectomy eventually they're like listen you get you got to quit like, and then he had like end. five more kids so that <laughs> we saw what that did. did did i hate to ask this question this is probably gonna come off bad you don't have to hate did, did he did he know their kids names did he know yeah, all their yeah. they're all okay, like a, okay. it's a reality show oh I, they're I mean, all already one knows person all, yeah. it's no baby mama situation they oh this with is, cromarty too? Let's see. I thought Cromartie had a few women around, and then maybe that's the racist projection that I'm putting. The in. one lady, fucking Jack Antonio still Cromartie, was a, still alive. He was still alive. God, the camera was. He not might have more kids well. than career touchdowns. Let's see. He's got 14 <laughs> children with eight women. Oh, Cromartie? Yeah. Oh my God. That's wow. great. Wow. They don't. He's had so much. <laughs> fucking uh <laughs> shit go down in his life they don't even mention his reality show in this <laughs> it's meaningless because it's just because he's had so much more drama with, with 14 kids matter with, with, with eight mothers i mean it's yeah you've uh yeah, yeah you've done some things yeah You're, yeah uh, yeah yeah there's stories that that's your drama and <laughs> they're trying to deal with that you know so yeah yeah. So yeah. How so many so kids? she meets. Yeah. Her, uh, the, yeah. yeah she's Peter meeting Gallagher's the family mother. now. Okay, exactly. I want to talk about that now. Okay. Why not? We she almost know. gives this bitch a heart attack. This fucking. Oh, look at Jack Warden. Oh, Jack Warden nice. again. Camera not look. treating him well. Jack Warden. Towards the end here. Jack Warden. Wow. Why he looks? He looks like, his hair has like been blown back. It looks like I don't know, Bonnie Tyler. Oh, turn around, bright eyes. Sorry. So yeah, she had, at the last minute she was like, "I'm his fiance," and then they're like, "Who?" <laughs> so this bitch had a heart attack almost when she said, "I'm his fiance," but now she loves him. So the basis of her going with the lie is the little Love. cute grandma is in on it. First struck you. It was his uh, smile. They're caps. 
Six hundred bucks a tooth. They're in the they're in furniture. They buy trained actors. They're in their family business in this crow. You're gonna love this estate furniture. They go to estate sales, buy the furniture, and then resell it. Wow. That is a '90s ass. Yeah. Fucking business. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're basically like an antiquer, aren't you? Is that kind of what yeah. I, I always thought about that going up again the North Shore. Like someone would die and there'd be an estate sale. I always wanted to go up there and like get their golf clubs or something. That was always hey, like, you know, my fucking. Hey, Vin. <laughs> I got ice capades. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> this dude what else was he in he's in uh, shit his, now yeah yeah he's uh yeah he's dago for hire <laughs> yeah that's what he is man hey we didn't resident but what's he most most known for i mean this is a a decent enough role for him this is a major hollywood movie but i'm trying to think what Let he's probably known I for find it because he he was in other stuff <laughs> yeah oh 100 he's he was in a movie this year i guarantee oh, yeah, yeah yeah he's a working actor <laughs> What's he most known for? I, I, I'm gonna kick myself because it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be something I should have known. Like uh, taking the L in Chicago, you know, there's a romance to the big city. He was in um, he was up for Tony Soprano. Uh, he was. Oh, Jack- he was one of. The, I'm he sure was he's one Jackie of the- April Senior in fucking the first season of The Sopranos. Yeah, he was in The Sopranos. Exactly. He was in the taking of Pelham One Two Three, the remake. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good role. That, that was a see, recent enough movie, right? That was 10 years ago, the right? The Deuce, Man in the High Castle, The Rum Diary, Kick-Ass. Oh. Well, yeah. one of these, yeah, I mean, these are rel- relatively He's Spinner Dunn in Death to Smoochie. I'm Spinner. Hell yeah, dude. Wow. That guy's had a career. He's just, he's just Dago for hire. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. You need you know, a guy to stir some fucking shush. I'm your you know, guy. I'm Italian. Yeah. I'm, I'm more New York than Chicago, but people don't know the difference out in the Midwest. Would they? Well, you know? you know where you know they don't know in Oklahoma that there's actually a difference. But hey, I they stir think it's it up. a big city. You know, I stir it up. You know, I mean, there are certain Chicago compare. I mean, there's definitely a good level of meathead in Chicago. No doubt about that. Yeah, know? but it's not like a ta- it's like a steel worker meathead. Yeah, it's yeah. not like fucking deli shop owner meathead. <laughs> You're right. There's an intenseness to it. Oh, to the Chicago meathead. Well, yeah. yeah, it's the type of polarizing meathead to where like your kids either hate you yeah. or they're going into the family business. <laughs> That's where I think the split happened culturally is there were a lot of kids like me that were just like, like my dad was just like, well, yeah, my dad is a fucking laborer and shit. So that's what I'm going to do. And I think I was the first generation to just be like, no, (laughs) I want to do fun shit for a living. Yeah. And I just think every one of my friends split from their parents of like. No, I'm not doing the whole like your last name's fucking blacksmith, so we're blacksmith type yeah, of bullshit. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, no, I hear you. I think that that's that's a luxury. I think in a lot of countries, I think a lot of cultures. Oh, it was a '90s luxury. Yeah, yeah. The whole following your dreams was like a '90s and beyond thing. Uh, I think I'm still uh, uh, diluting my dreams or delusions, I mean, Keith. I Again, I don't know the difference because I am I'm diluting myself uh, with with what I'm doing. But uh, but I'm in a good headspace as, as I you know backtrack. What you have is just a moment. Do you believe in love at first sight? She's talking to his fucking half corpse. You don't. You're probably too sensible for that. And it's kind of like. Or have you ever like seen somebody? She's getting to know him, Crow. You knew that. If only that person really knew you, 
they would, well, they would of course dump the perfect model that they were with and, and realize that you were the one that they wanted to destroy. You see, I don't buy this because she's so hot. I don't buy this because she's so gorgeous. She's not going to be alone ever unless she wants to be. Well, that's yeah, it, they hagged know? her up a little bit. She kind of looks no, like she's, she's got a cat. She looks like cute. she has a cat hanging from her hair right listen, now. Listen, listen, you can tell. She's, oh, no, I'm yeah. not against it. I'm just saying <laughs> she's a full They front her up a little bit. There's no makeup. Oh, I think she's They're, the only makeup is slightly pretty. there. To, she's got that like fucking labor bruise on her face <laughs> looks like she's beaten by the work week <laughs> get fix me a drink joan just belting your belting your broad wife in 57 yeah. you know oh you're talking about chicago laborers the intensity everywhere uh, on the south side of chicago they're uh, on like 39th street i can't i don't know how far deep in the south side westinghouse and you know, westinghouse is like general electric they oh, literally, yeah. they and literally a, had a good high school basketball team. They, their, their building, the Westinghouse like like facility where they built things that was built like in the late 19th century, early 20th century. Literally, I'm not lying. The building is like two miles long. It is this massive building in the city that nothing happens at anymore. I remember going down there and driving past it and all the housing stock you could tell was all made like Ain't 70 years ago, there. you know? It, it was just like, yeah, the, the, yeah, it was, yeah, nothing going down. That's my point, I guess. That's one of my favorite <laughs> Junior Stopka jokes. Is he was like, I was doing a show in Empty Factory, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> like at one time, that was a thriving thing that went on, and not anymore. You know, it in changed. general, well, even a lot of Chicago, the the big loft apartments exist because it was all fucking like factories Warehousing and warehouses. And sh- yeah, yeah. I used to see when I would go towards, I would walk around Chicago. I would fucking see there's this shop that said it was a leather repair shop and it's in this big fucking warehouse. And I'm just like, when was that ever a thriving business? (laughs) Remember that leather place on the river next to uh, Webster Place, the theater, the Webster Place theaters, that there was a leather tannery there that literally in the summer smelt like it was rotting flesh. I mean, it was right. I remember like working there when I first moved to Chicago. I worked at the Great Ace selling furniture and you could smell this like in those hot, humid summer days, the smell of rotting flesh from a tannery it was on the river it might have been the same place but that i mean yeah how is that yeah how is that a functioning business but it was it was, it was a big building it was in a yeah. pretty big facility you know there used to be like a i remember there was like a, a very small steel mill in what, chicago that was so functioning do you know DePaul. the the where i'm talking about is do you know the metro stop that was off damon and fucking and uh what the fuck not western at, what the fuck was, yeah it was damon and uh oh oh yeah yeah the, uh, a metro stop yeah the actual train stop uh, on the northwest side more or, or the, the Clybourne Ashland the Clybourne? Damon and Ashland okay okay it was like that little crazy four way kind of stop they oh have yeah 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 I'm sorry yeah yeah off, exactly and that there's a little basement like leathery like leather place <laughs> and it's just like you almost go past it and you're like there's no way that's functioning now they just didn't fucking crime hasn't ridden the sign yet yeah but yeah having little businesses like that that how did that yeah they just lost also all furniture stores are ukrainian mafia friends you're not going to convince me otherwise ever you know and uh yeah yeah i hear you absolutely it's uh but yeah, yeah. So NFL, uh, you're, so I, I want to talk about it. So you yeah. think you think your your Bears have no, a chance against no, the Saints? No, no, no. I, yeah. I, I think 
if there's a chance of an upset this week, it's that game. I think if the Bears can absolutely shut down Alvin Kamara, and then happen. (laughs) I mean, not shut down, but like contain him because the Bears are good at like singling out a player. When Gurley was great for the Rams, they would shut him down a lot. The Bears are good at focusing on a player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now it's just, can you contain the other pieces of that? But <laughs> yeah. then again, here's the thing. People have been shitting on Drew Brees all year about how he's got a noodle arm and he's done. Yeah. <clears throat> and then now they're like, the bears aren't going to be able to withstand the great Drew Brees. Like you guys have been shitting on him as an old grandpa all year. <laughs> and now just cause he's playing the bears, he's fucking the great Drew Brees again. Yeah. I, I don't think they have a chance in hell. I don't uh, think so. I, I think the saints are going to roll them. Uh, and not because of the saints what they did to the Vikings. The Vikings are terrible. They can't stop the run. Uh, I hear what you're saying. Stop Camara. I think they would, de- or, or slowing him down, containing him would definitely be a step in the right direction. But he's pretty good. Their defense he's pretty is actually de- like Roquan Smith isn't going to play. Jalen Smith might not play. Like they're oh, so they're nicked up. They're kind of decimated. They're yeah. Darnell Mooney, the guy who made that great catch yeah. from yeah. Trubisky. He's not probably not going to play. Oh, he, and he's a nice little player. But Robinson's they, questionable. They, they can't. They can't score. Uh, they can't score enough. Uh, they're going to have a tough time putting a lot of any points on the board. Try to keep to keep up with them. Well, I that's why I it. think there's some a, a little inkling in people's heads because aside from the Green Bay game, which they kind of still scored like what twenty points, they had been scoring thirty points a game. Yeah, so I think yeah, people were like, the "Oh, maybe." Viking defense. The Viking defense is terrible. It's a terrible football team. The Minnesota Vikings. Trust me, I know. <laughs> they're terrible so but the but point here's is, but here's the thing though of why i and this is where i think we're different is i don't think about that until it's over because i want to enjoy watching <laughs> like i think you enjoy painting like in the middle of the game you'll be fucking you're, you're making it painful for yourself well because you have to be able to assess it from a championship standard it's not a relative standard it is an absolute standard like is your the team bears, championship like if caliber? the bears would if the Bears ended up fucking hail Mary, like oh fiving oh five giantsing their way to the Super Bowl, I'd still be happy. Like if they were, <laughs> well, yeah, they, you'd be happy. It'd be, be a great run. No, but still, if your team ended up, if you, if you, if a Vikings team eked into the Super Bowl, you would be like, "That's so Vikings to be the worst <laughs> Super Bowl winner in the history of the NFL." <laughs> You'd find some way to be upset about well, it because you have to assess it because you need them to be 16 and 0 with the greatest quarterback that ever lived and then win a Super Bowl. Well, no, 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 no. I need to see that. That's completely untrue. It's a complete fallacy. I know. But what has to happen? Let me pick apart your argument. What has to you have to be able to see in your team the component pieces of a championship football team, and, and there's sort of I think there's like six dimensions of a football team. When I think of it, I think of like you know again like your kicking game, your quarterback play, your explosive playability, uh, capacity to kind of have a decent enough defense. Doesn't be a championship defense, you know? Are you good on third down? Do you have a few turnovers you can throw in there? Do you have an occasional pick six, but nothing great or spectacular? If you can have these, if you can put it together, the Vikings. Vikings can never put it together ever, and, and it just well, annoys the and shit. Even out of me. when I was growing up, so they just can't would, do it. It would annoy me so much, where because every now and again the Bears would have a really good season, ninety or two thousand, I think that yeah, or yeah. two thousand or two thousand, whatever. The first Dick Duran year, yeah, they went 0-1. Like thirteen and three, oh yeah, one, yeah, and then like every now and again they'd have a good record, and people would be like, they're gonna suck next year. So what? 
It's not next no, year. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. No, enjoy it. Exa- I'm not saying you can't enjoy it. I'm still going to watch it all. I'm going to watch every yeah. moment of a Viking game, and I'm going to assess it from a championship standard. And when I watch Kirk Cousins play quarterback, and I watch just a little bit of this Buccaneer game, there is no po- – Kirk Cousins never has a crisp, clean pocket. It never happens. I mean – or rarely happens it is so maddening to watch them that how they cannot solve their offensive line problems and it's been an issue i think for as long as i can recall so it's very annoying to me there's something wrong with your front office that you can't figure that out because they also have talented players their skill teams you know cook is a good player uh, Thielen's a good player this jefferson guy's a good player but they can't do it you know, they, they, it's they, Christmas. You know, they've, they've invited yeah. her to Christmas. This is the big pivotal moment of the flick. Is, is that the is that the the sister? It's not a big pivotal or moment. Was it, was it the girlfriend? So I think Jack Warden has has uh, revealed that he knows that she's not the fiance because well, you know that when we were when she was talking to his corpse or his his comaed body, yeah, uh, she reveals that like, well, I lied to your family. I'm your fiance. Blah blah blah. And Jack Warden overheard her. So he said, like, I know what's going on. But he basically said, like, everybody's so happy. Like, I don't want to ruin you've made, I don't want to ruin everybody's. God, keep the lie alive. And now she's like, she loves how happy they all are. Because they're like a cliche. She's looking at Norman Rockwell, Crow. Yes, exactly. I know. Because this is what you want it to be. I got my glove. Oh, this moment just gets me every time. I can you know? kill a black guy now. <laughs> Oh, this is good. Uh, so. Look at they all got their stockings. They made her a stocking. She's Lucy. Doesn't that warm your heart a little? Doesn't that warm your heart a little bit, Crocious? It's, so here we go. This is pivotal. So, this is Callahan. Leave a message, and I'll get back to you. Ciao. Hi, it's Ashley. Uh, Lisbon is absolutely gorgeous, but I'm cutting my trip short because I have been doing a lot of thinking, and what the heck? I will marry you. So this is the yeah. actual girl who he asked to marry yeah, yeah. her. Oh. So she'll come into play in a how little does bit. How she get out of this? Now here, Bill Pullman's coming I mean, into play. I mean, how does he... Oh, he's showing up as a He's the wayward man. son. He, no, he's, not, he's the wayward son who's like wants to do his own thing. And fucking uh, everybody loves Raymond. Dad wants him to take over the family business. Peter Boyle. Yeah. I built this up when it was nothing. I was pushing a cart down Balboa, selling Italian ice. And now look at me. <laughs> I'm the kid that all like that, that idea of like the industrialist. He's like, just like, that's all you got to do. You know, it's a terrible life. But I also think it's a, you know, there's some. Lucy. Guess, I don't know. <laughs> Lucy's Peter's fiance. No, that's not Peter's fiance. You haven't met him. Oh, he knows. Well, she's great. You're going to love her. Whispering, you know, and she's not asleep. She looks like she's been awake, and she's been oh, in makeup. fully made she up. Looks yeah. fully, that's not how. There's you no sleep snot look. boogers in her eyes. <laughs> yeah, she's exactly. got the eye snot. She's not yawning. Her hair is just yeah. fine. <laughs> so yeah, I'm hoping for an upset. It's not going to happen, but it, 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 for it to happen, hey. so many, so many what ifs have to happen. Yeah. Alvin Kamara has to shut down. Drew Brees has to have a mediocre to bad day. Yeah. The Bears, they got to turn it over the four Bears times. Substitute three defense times. needs to come and come play hard. Mitch Trubisky needs to have a good game, which we found out, even though it's against bad defenses, he's capable of having a good game. Um, but all that needs to happen. Yeah, 
Yeah. The stars need to align, I think, for them to win. So maybe an injury or something, or I don't know, you know, for, for whatever. Like, oh, Breeze, now the backup comes in. It's but honestly, it do you, you know, know what a victory is for me? If they can keep it within 10 points the whole game, I, I was, I'll be happy. I was going to say, we just hope, I mean, if they play well, you can tell when a team's playing well. I can actually take, take certain, like, solace in a here's loss. What's, and here's, as a Bears fan, what you've been trained to want. I want good signs for next year. If they lose by 10 points, but it's 37-27, then you could be like, yeah, they lost, but they hung with the Saints for yeah, most of the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, that'll latch on for the Bear fan on the score. You know something? Whatever you want to well, say also, about this season. Also, they're definitely getting a new GM, So, <clears throat> and I God. think they want to have it in place before the draft, so that'll happen quick. Nagy, I've heard, is going to remain the head coach. Yeah, yeah. Are they going to let Trubisky go? No, I don't think so. God, they're gonna fuck it. That'd be such a Bears thing to do. They'll franchise him. We're, oh God, God! I, They'll sign him to a one-year deal, and then, but they also will draft a quarterback. Yeah, I'm not saying they won't. I'm not saying yeah. they won't begin the process of moving on. But why would you just have? Why would you just go to no quarterback if if Mitch is willing to take a one-year contract? Yeah. and then battle for the job. Why would you just be like, no, we're moving on from you. We would just rather have Tyler Bray and then a rookie quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they're. Yeah, I think they might have to sign him just for someone. Or they can get it some. I guess they could try to find another journeyman. But you know, it's like, how's that going to fit? I don't. know. And it know. doesn't fit I, the current NFL. Yeah. Look, how bad was Nick Foles? Yeah, he, he talk I, about what. However, better his arm is, and the sometimes yeah. better decisions. He was two and five as a starter. Mitch was six and three. You know. That number doesn't lie. They won more games with Mitch at quarterback. <laughs> they're, they're, he's yeah. Well, uh, it, it could also get ugly, Keith. The game could get no ugly. Shit. It could get like twenty-one nothing at the end of the first quarter. Like it could be one of those games too, where it's just like they just come out and steamroll you know, and just bury them. That, that, that's in the cards too. But but I think you know if the Bears can keep it close, you know, do what they do, run Montgomery a little bit. That's, you know, that's that's could, the could, thing could people, people were saying too. Downs, people were know? saying that's why they're not giving the Bears because. People don't think uh, Montgomery's going to be able to run because the Saint, Saints, Saints have, have a better a defense. D-line. They got a better defense. Montgomery is all about breaking the line, like first yeah. af- yards after the first hit. And they were saying the Saints' defensive line is pretty locked down. Yeah, yeah, they got a decent D line. They do, uh, you know, enough of a defense. Vikings torched them for thirty-three points, but it was like they had to play from behind. You know, and so they had to just throw the ball a ton, you know. But it was like, but they they have enough players on defense. Oh, she just great realized defense. he's got a cat, Peter Gallagher. <laughs> Look at that. that She's got to go feed his cat. Is, is that on Damon? That's on Damon Avenue, that apartment complex there. Hey, go. you know, it's, you know, I don't put a hat on. Hey, toots. I'm a fucking man. <laughs> this, guy, this guy has a career. She's trying to run away because he always sexually assaults her when he fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he harasses her and catcalls her and stuff. This so, is, yeah, I'm this excited is, about the NFL. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that. So, I, I, and then the other game. What other games we got? We got the uh, oh, oh, Browns are playing the Steelers. Yep, COVID, the COVID Browns. Ugh. How sad is that? That they don't first playoff game since what 2003 when they yeah. had fucking uh, who the fuck was their quarterback? Kelly Holcomb. Yeah, Kelly Holcomb. Well, and they lost yeah. to the Steelers. Yeah, it was a snow game, but they didn't get rolled. I remember they were in it. 
Yeah. And then, like, at the end, they lost. It was, like, Cordell Stewart's last game or something the, like the, that. Well, no, it was Tommy Maddox was a quarterback for the... Uh, for the uh, Tom Zack was still their backup. Tom Zack played for 47 years. Wow. He was a, he was a backup. Well, yeah, that, that's He also, actually might have retired in 99, but that's still a long-ass fucking time. <laughs> he was a rookie in 86. <laughs> yeah, Mike Tom Zack, you know, from... I think he was from... from uh, Joliet. Yeah, I think it was from Cal City. From Calumet City, Illinois. From Cal, Cal City. City used know? to work at the River Oaks Mall over there at the keychain kiosk. Ooh, this is the hip, ooh, early 90s apartment. Dude, my Uncle Tom in the 90s probably wanted that apartment so bad. Yeah, ooh, wouldn't it be cool if it looked this way? Kitty. I mean, I- <laughs> nothing is in a per Like, you wouldn't be comfortable sitting in that room. Why well, no? Because it, the glass is everywhere. Wouldn't you be feel afraid like, that you'd, like, you'd slip well, you and, like, like oh, like, fall into it? You feel like you're waiting for a meeting. That is an apartment of a guy who's at who's home for 20 minutes a pop <laughs> yeah it's all career now pullman's there look at this you know Kitty? You know, that, that's such a like hip 90s kitchen Food. everything's clean. clean yeah <laughs> my maid marla comes and cleans it up doesn't have a mexican maid has the greek maid <laughs> that's the ethnicity the greek maid but yeah so and, and then the first playoff game what's the first playoff game what is that again is that we uh, can go off the playoffs because we have here. uh Again, Bears Saints is the middle game. The, the late game is uh, is Browns Steelers, and the first game is it uh, Chiefs Tennessee and the Ravens. No, oh, t- oh, Tennessee and the Ravens. Oh, that's a good game. That that's a sexy game. That's ten oh five, and then one forty is Bears Saints, and then it's Browns Steelers. God, I I need to drive tomorrow, but I, I want to watch that instead. I, I want to have fun and do that. And watch I'm zooming with my family. I started getting better it. benefits. It's a prop 22. They paid me more money. Look at that. I got I got an additional 81 bucks this week. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. I was, I was like, that was a score. Look, they're about know? to eat this cat. You know, it, it's friskies. Oh, he's oh, just like, this. Uh, I, I'm sure like, just sophisticated. He's just he's like, a, that's your cat? Kill he's, a, he's a wealthy man. Kill the cat you know? in front of me. Of course, he has to be a person of means. My God. brother, me and my brother just, and kill cats. We you eat. know the... the <laughs> We eat their blood. <laughs> that would be a weird fetish to be into. I feel like weird country rednecks would be into and cat right. killing. I said know? we eat their blood. We don't drink <laughs> it. We, we coagulate we it, coagulate make it into a, into a pudding. <laughs> you know? And then we eat it. We eat it. Why am I talking like a bald one? Here, here's Bill another Pullman. thing that really bums me. I didn't like about a lot of these uh, rom-coms. Again, the guy, and this is my whole you know, sensitivity okay. about like you know, the guy. Oh, Oh, he's got so much money, too. He got, he's got money. Oh, well, he's a oh, Chicago guy. Oh, oh, he's a big Chicago I, I, guy. How can I figure out how to, I, I'm going to get a guy with money? Oh, because oh, you know something? If he doesn't have money, he's not He works at the mercantile. He's not worth it if he doesn't have money. The mercantile exchange <laughs> at the merc. There, he's the a merc. traitor. <laughs> <laughs> the BOT. The mercantile merc. I was in the seller's market getting a fish sandwich during Lent. I tell you, those fish sandwiches. Actually, they're amazing. I always was it's blown away. It's a mountain away. of fish. I mean, it's literally like three pounds of fish whenever i had a friend i'd be like where's your dad work and i heard the merchandise mart i'd be like oh yeah the yeah. merchandise mart yeah yeah <laughs> i work that's along a, the river chicago room oh <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> oh oh you work at the merchant yeah oh, yeah you, you live you, by oh you live by the gays yeah. <laughs> oh did you ever hear that was that ever a line you live by the gays no i never never excited like that it was always just like oh you live by the gays oh, oh but it being brought up yeah. they don't try and fuck you or what yeah i remember like, it's it's boys down. <laughs> 
Did they try and grab well, I your mean, hog? I mean, <laughs> I mean, going to Chicago, it was like, whoa, there's a, there's a, 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 a large, so substantial playing, gay neighborhood. Whoa. Look at the two old, <laughs> weirded out. The two old boys like just playing cards. That's such a 90s look. He's kind of rugged. Which one of the three studios was Peter's favorite? Oh, God. Curly. Oh, God. Curly. I mean, he rightfully doesn't believe her. He's everybody's favorite. Oh, I like That Shemp. is true. Fuck Shemp. Baskin Robbins. Favorite baseball team? Chicago. Cubs or White Sox? What the heck is going on? <sighs> Why are you asking her all these questions? Ooh, this is some stilted dialogue. Don't ask me. Ask this is better than what boyfriend. I wrote, though. Trust me. <laughs> that isn't very funny, you know. No, no. He's... Not this boyfriend. Joe Fusco. Joe Fusco. Oh, she, he thinks the Italian <laughs> is Because he fucking walked up on the Goomba fixing his car, and he goes, yeah, I'm dating her. Oh, oh, oh. But he's so really just sexually it, stalking it, her. It, 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 is he covering for her right now, then? No, or, he's, no, he thinks, he legitimately thinks she's fucking with this Italian oh, oh, guy oh, okay, okay, and two-timing okay. it with fucking Peter Gallagher's eyebrows. Oh, oh, so she's a huzzy. She's a, a huzzy? huzzy? Yeah, she's yeah. a huzzy. <laughs> the fuck is that? A hussy? A, hussy? a hussy? Yeah, it, it, it's like a I know what like it is, but you said, you said hussy. Isn't it a hussy? Hussy, like with S's. I thought it was H-U-Z-Z-Y. That's a coos. You're mixing coos and hussy. No, it's a hussy, right? You hussy. Hussy. Don't you hit the Z? I thought you hit the Z. No. Not the S. Jezebel. Jezebel, you hussy. Like a, a woman I was driving this week said the word. She thought it was hilarious. So here we go. You funny, white boy. Maybe, um, you know, she said. No. I felt good. Oh, no. <laughs> Somebody's got to look. Don't oh. She said he's got a birthmark on his dick. So the mom's got to look at his hog. I'm his mother. Oh, this is a dick joke? Listen to the music. It's... Oh, God. She touched uh, it's supposed it. to be a funny moment. She didn't have to touch it. It's so corny. It's so corny. Uh, what, that she, it's corny that It's a little bit of burlesque with the piano. Such <laughs> is stick in Chicago. I mean, I, I guess the one thing we think about a lot of these movies, TV, all that stuff, you know, all of it started with live performance. And there's still like things from, like it live performance. It all started with vaudeville. <laughs> you know, and, and, and the caveat, we're going to have this. I mean, you learn things. You, you knew what an audience likes, certain music that worked with certain sketches. Trying to recreate that, continue that. You know, yeah. oh, it was big in 1932. Why wouldn't it work now? I had to eat your ticket. I never said I would go on a date with you. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Did too. Didn't. Did. Didn't. Did. Who is that? Lucy, it's Saul. Jack Warden. There's a little bit oh, of Oh, this might this. be when he confronts her. Not a word. Nice panties. Oh, I'm going to show you. Oh, look I, at that. Hey, I don't. I already sniffed them. <laughs> oh, she answers the panties. Oh my God, she didn't put it in her pocket. <laughs> Have you ever walked out in public with like you forgot there was underwear in your bag or something like that? No. Nothing like that? No. Uh, maybe I have, but Toilet I paper hanging out of your sock or something like no, that? No, I mean, I, I've been a sl- My fly's been down many a time. Hell yeah. That, 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 that's well, definitely like the side of getting Because it aged can't too. contain, baby. The, <laughs> yeah. It can't contain what's in it. <laughs> the excitement that exists. <laughs> Got that big howl. <laughs> that's what happens whenever I fucking reveal it. 
big big pomp and circumstances. <laughs> uh, I just it's uh, romantic comedies. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Take them yeah. away again. They need you, Lucy. Just like you need them. So he says, "I know you're not his fiance, but we need you now." Because she's been kind of like she's now you're in the family. a good broad. You know, you got a good heart. You know. And and <laughs> you're frumpy. He's always with these flashy broads. I, I, I and you're love... a nice, you know, you own cats. You're you... a nice fucking. <laughs> you look like an art teacher. He just fucking insults her, <laughs> thinking he's saying yeah. like good things. You know, you're. Uh, you look you're, like look you okay. were. You're like you a look six like, out of ten. You look like <laughs> you were born on a farm and wrapped in an art stock, <laughs> and then just raised amongst. Oh, is this a, is this a line? Shoes? No. When I fell, my foot went like that right into the shoe. What is he? It's trans? He's trying clo- women's He's feet. closeted trans. Is he closeted yeah. gay or well, something? Well, you know how these Italians are. 900 numbers. <laughs> Who Ugh. These Italians pretty much Who are. Died? Italian men are pretty much just Puerto Rican cross-dressers. <laughs> so, more questions? They're so animated. No, I have an engagement present for you. Oh, you really shouldn't have. I didn't. It's from my parents. Oh. So she's got to like deal with all them. Well, she's still winning him over. Krog, do you want me to spoil something for you? Yeah, yeah, I do. She ends up falling in love with him. With Bill Pullman? Bill Bill Pullman. Oh, so that's how it unfolds. Okay. And then then she has to be like, I'm in love with your brother. Bring it to Peter's apartment. You don't know what it is. You know what's funny is Peter Gallagher ends up being like a castaway at the end. (laughs) Like it ends up being a battle between their love bill pullman and hers and then peter gallagher even ends up just being like what about me yeah like uh, it it ends up with them just it ends up with everyone just being like you're kind of annoying yeah with your eyebrows and your fucking flashy broads (laughs) exactly your thick weird lips you know go away you know gallagher had a career yeah still acts so what Bill Pullman wants to do is he's really he he makes her a little tiny chair and he wants to make his own furniture, but the dad they're he's in like the estate business. Yeah, no, he's a craftsman. And then he yeah. ends up there's a scene where he tells Peter Boyle about it. he made the chair. This oh, is great. That is great. Oh, this is great. That is so great. Look at that. Oh, that's work. You know, you like that. Yeah. Oh. Too bad. Axe parts of the love seat. He fucking burned <laughs> her, dude. She wanted that chair, and he was just like, hell yep, no, son. Yep. That costs $45 in <laughs> 90s money. <laughs> no, a, a, a chair like that actually would probably cost a couple hundred bucks back then, 300 bucks, 400 bucks. You know? That's something you'd go to the Merchandise Mart for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, remember exactly. I went to the Merchandise Mart, and my fucking Uncle Tom bought like all the furniture for his house. We fucking brought it down on a dolly and put yeah. it in his fucking Honda CRV. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a place you'd go. My, my, my furniture place was Nadu. Furniture with Nadeau. the soul. Beau Revive. <laughs> it's it's Nadu. Nadu. It, it's like East Indian, like or you know, or, you know, East Asian, Indian, sort of a uh, you know, Indonesia. It's, it's it's from that part of the world. It's it's a spiritual type of uh, you know end table. <laughs> So do you want to go like through a little? Do you there. want to go through a little TV history? Well, well, who, one one thing we haven't figured out: first playoff game, who's it again? It's the Ravens and the Titans. Oh, Ravens! Yeah, okay, yeah, we said that before. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's go through what we were saying. Yeah. So let's bust through real quick. Yeah, we got uh, this is the last seven days in TV history. Um, Dragnet 
on January 3rd, 1952, Dragnet premieres. 1952? 1952 with Jack Webb. That show... I didn't know that guy, like, wrote... Fucking Agent Friday wrote the show. Wow. This is Friday. I hate black people. (laughs) That show literally lasted... I think Dragnet lasted close to 20 years. There were like hippie episodes of Dragnet. You know, like that's what the whole show pot- was. It was all about it was kind of like the precursor to Charles Bronson of like these fucking hippies on their acid fucking <laughs> listening to the James Hendrix. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Murdering Catholic children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was always like, you know, yeah, he was keeping the order, but the order was going to be white dominated with with dra- <laughs> with Dragnet. Going My name's on. Friday. Yeah. I wear a hood. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like bad it was it was bad like uh like a Philip Marlowe or, or Mickey Spillane Philip or something. Philip Marlowe is was <clears throat> is the pen name of Jonathan fucking uh, of a writer. Oh, that's so that's so not like a 90s. Thing. 1973, January 3rd, a 12 man syndicate led by Michael Burke and George Steinbrenner III buys the New York Yankees yeah. from CBS for $10 million. Yep, 10 million bucks. And, and, and that franchise is worth a couple billion dollars. Probably. Now. They're the Manchester yeah. United. Yep, absolutely. They dickheads are the Yankees. In, <clears throat> you got these dickheads in Premier League stands wearing like Yankees, Yankees hats and Dallas Cowboys, you oh, fuckheads. God, so bad. Gross. So bad. It's good. Uh, let's see. 1997. I very much remember this moment, Crocious. I would like to know where you were. Bryant Gumble co-hosted his final Today Show. That was 1997? January 3rd, 97. I remember that because I remember he cried. He was talking and he kept smacking. Come on, remember? I'm just thankful for everything. He was I, I, so emotional. I, I, but it's I, like you're going to just do something else. It's not like you're <laughs> fucking done. Who gives a fuck? Real sports is okay. I like. Real I love sports. real sports. I, I think Dude, it's pretty good. Grills good the stuff. reporter after the fucking report. I like that he yeah. sits down and does the back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I they parse out some interesting information. You asked Tavares Jackson a question here, and he didn't give you a straightforward answer. What? What's up with that shit? You're so, gonna sit across from me here. You, you draw, and you're gonna tell me that you wasted home box office air. There's people watching. Look at them. Look at the people. Look at the failure here. Peter King, ladies and gentlemen, failing on on home box office. Yeah, I remember Frank DeFord was on some old ones. That Frank, old Frank, Frank DeFord. I let Frank go. Frank that, that was like such a caliber, bitch ass. That caliber of like sports journalist. I just like the idea that fucking Gumble is just this fucking bully. Frank, <laughs> you mean small dick? Small dick tip Frank? Let uh, him go. Gumble, uh... I know Soledad O'Brien. We reign with a fist. Do you want to know a brown fist? (laughs) I remember Brian Gumble. I remember Brian Gumble used to do the Sperry Univac halftime show for NBC in the late seventies for AFC games. The Sperry Univac halftime show. I have a huge afro. It's nineteen (laughs) eighty four. It was it was like seventy seven, seventy eight, seventy seven. OJ playing. Yeah, uh, yeah, like old OJ. I remember Juice. Juice. I remember Juice. Old Juice. Back when it was fresh. That's what I remember. But but Gumble had like, I remember a lot of people didn't like a lot of white folks who I think were racist. Oh yeah, they didn't like his pomp. They thought he was kind of pompous. He was like pompous. Well, you know, I got a kind of, I got a bounce to me. You know. Yeah. I'm fresh. I got. And then there's Brian in Gumble. Their faces. I'm a Gumble. That, that, that's I graduated a, from Drake University. Probably some random fucking place like that. Drake. No, no, no. Graduated I, from Drake. I don't he, give he, a fuck. He went to Bates. I fuck white bitches. He went to a like a, a, a prep and I, a um, like a liberal arts school Bates in Maine. You know, I like you a know. little bit of that cookies and cream. So he was. Uh, 
You know, <laughs> I like him white. His brother went I to like lab school. I like white named Mavis. <laughs> yeah, Brian old, Gumbel old has sex timey. with white women. He has old sex timey with white, white. Women. white women. Yeah, he does. Bitch's name Beth. <laughs> I like a Beth. <laughs> Judy. Yeah. <laughs> a Judy. <laughs> Judy's a good white girl Jude, name, isn't it? Judith. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. Give me a little Judith. Pull back a little bit of that hair. It just reminds me so much. Pull back a French braid. When maybe, I fell in love in Chicago. A, <laughs> Sorry. Held back by a maid's headband. <laughs> Is that... Uh... I'm just I'm fucking cruising on this Brian Gumble impression. <laughs> yeah, I've been exactly. going for fucking yeah, I mean, it, six good minutes for you. now. Well, it's weird that his and Greg Gumble is his brother, but it seems like such a weird like pairing. Well, you know what I mean. Greg Gumble seems he actually drinks a drinks a scotch. That's my again, favorite. You know? There's a comic who does a fucking bolt who does a a Bryant Gumble impression, and his angle is that he abuses Greg constantly, <laughs> like berates him and that stuff. Greg and... is just the fucking bitch of the fucking. <laughs> See, I, I I got Greg I... locked up in a cage. I always imagine Greg Gumble being like the. He's the, definitely fatter. Exactly. So he's the black sheep of the family. Gumble was like he was the prince, and, and Greg and Greg Gumble is uh, is trying to like get, you know nipping at his heel, trying to trying to live up to those expectations. Oh, somebody that he can't do. He, Greg you know? can't catch me. Yeah, <laughs> but still has maintained relevance. You people know Greg Gumble. I mean, it should just you know? be called real Gumble. He, he's not like one of the main people on CBS, but he's like one of the no. he's, he's in the top two or three. He was the three. James Brown before James Brown was there. Yeah. James yeah, Brown deceit because we all know that James Brown is the hardest working man in television. <laughs> he went to DeMatha High School in a, in a fucking Maryland. him and Dan Jiggets fucking put them on your O-line. Jiggets. God, J- Jiggets is... That's too local. People don't know what the fuck we're talking about. That's local Dan, Chicago sport. Dan Jiggets, former offensive lineman Large for the Chicago boy. Bears. Large boy. Uh, offensive lineman for some Peyton teams. And when, when he's one of the guys, when Ditka came in, Cleaned house. He's like, Jiggets ain't cutting it over here at left tackle. Jiggets was a large man. Hey, but what the man. fuck did Mike Ditka know? Hey, Ditka came in and cleaned house. He had to put his guy, you know. That's what he said his first day. He's like, guys, uh, the good news is we're going to be in the Super Bowl within four years. Bad news is Most over half you'll be, yeah, gonna be yeah, here. Yeah, not going to yeah. be here, you know, because he's going to get players in there. And it's it's also just, you know, it's lighting a fire under their ass, you know. You see, you know, fighting for their job. But he did it. Ditka followed through. I, does any other city have that level of just like <laughs> Mike Dick is such a fucking clown, dude. I know completely. <clears throat> and just has duped an entire city for 30 fucking years. They, they would have won a Super you know? Bowl with fucking. They could have had a rock out there with a bear's fucking <laughs> with a bear's fucking visor on. Yeah, they. Yeah, I don't think of Dick being a good scheme guy. You know, I mean, I. Oh, no, I, I was going to pull up an article. They wrote this deceptor article or defector, but it's the seven types of shitty NFL coach. Yeah. And they listed Mike Ditka as blowhard. And they said 96 <laughs> Ditka was like college level bat. When he was coaching that, the Saints. They said he thought he thought strategy was for sissies. <laughs> he did no work <clears throat> like they after he traded every draft pick for Ricky Williams. They asked him what he was going to do. And he goes, I'm going golfing <laughs> like he was. They said he was so bad in that 96 year that they don't even hire his type anymore. Yeah. That yeah. like Rex Ryan was the last type of Ditka guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the second the Bills got rid of him, they are 13 and three now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that type of NFL coach, that archetype is hilarious. And they say it you know? was the blowhard. 
Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That, that that's a good adjective to, to describe him. I mean, it's just because. Yeah, I just motivate personalities. You're just an Ooh, asshole. Here we go. 1966, WFLD Channel 32, Fox in Chicago begins broadcasting. That's in my heart right here. What, what year? 1966. Wow. Uh, the soap opera The Brighter Day premieres in 1954. I don't remember I have that. No idea what that is. 1957 Blondie sitcom premieres on NBC. 1984 Night Court starring Harry Anderson yeah, premieres on that NBC. Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Night Court, man, that, that that was part of that Thursday triumphant, man. They they ruled Thursday for the entire eighties. From the early eighties to the late eighties, man. They I mean, and then they they produced programming. Like they knew also, what they were doing. To throw in a little wrestling, we got three consecutive years of New Japan pro, pro wrestling Tokyo Dome fucking attendances. We got <laughs> Would you go to one of those? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 Nineteen ninety two, they put sixty thousand in the Superdome for N- New Japan Pro World. <laughs> Uh, Starcade ninety three they put sixty three thousand five hundred in and then ninety four they did fifty eight thousand. That's in the in the dome, baby. Yeah, man. That's the a Giants <laughs> where the Tokyo Riverside Giant Honda Civics play. That's where Tyson got knocked up by Buster Douglas. No shit. It was in the Tokyo Dome. He, you know, because Tyson was a huge draw in Japan. Huge draw. I, I think literally it was a, there was a ton. There were tons of people in the crowd. I believe I'm so much bigger than them. You know, and he, well, he also, I don't think he could score fights as well in the States at that time. I don't know if his management was particularly good. Well, wasn't he also like up for rape and like at that time? No, 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 no. Uh, no he was starting to lose it though. Uh, he, he, that was like post Robin Gibbons breakup, man. Robin Gibbons. I mean, that was a complete gold digger. Like she's hot and I'm an athlete. I mean, I, I mean, you know, not, not a good couple. Uh, and I think this, that was post uh, post breakup of that. This week in 1970, all my children premiered. Uh, 1981, Nightline with Ted Carpel extended from 20 minutes to 30 minutes. 19 what? 91. 81. 81. Yeah, it became. Yeah, that was definitely like the news show of like the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, very much so. Here's something for you. Yeah. Not specifically, but you'll. 1989, baseball signs a $400 million deal with ESPN, showing 175 games in 1990. Do you remember being shook that, like, what, you got to get cable to watch baseball now? No, no. I remember being excited about it because the A's were a good team and they were always featured. I could watch the, the A's. A's were on FX. FX, old FX had the rights to the AL West. I used to watch in the mid 90s, you'd watch the X show with Burt Kreischer. And a bunch of, and then and then they would show A's versus Angels or like yeah. at like ten o'clock at night you'd watch the A's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I used to. I, I could watch A's games because they were good. I could watch them two or three times a week. That was a great time to be an A's fan. I mean, that's that's the closest I've ever had to a dynasty, Keith. The feeling of having a dynasty team and they only won one World Series. That's the closest they, I ever came. So check it out. So Tommy Lasorda died oh, yesterday. God. Yeah, he went to the great Dodger in the sky. Yep. LA sorta. Yeah. Um, and they showed they talked about how he went to the World Series his first two seasons but couldn't win. Then they beat the Yankees in finally 81. in eighty one. Yep. But then they talk about that eighty eight season. Yeah, bro. of course. Yeah. Cause that, about, that. And they mention about how outmatched they were against that the A's, the vaunted they I even think they say the vaunted Oakland Athletics. Absolutely. The A's were heavy favorites in that World Series. Heavy favorite, but you know, with baseball, it, you know they were going up against the best pitcher in baseball, who would have one of the best seasons in ten years. Oral Horsheiser broke J- Don Drysdale's record that year. He was mm-hmm. unhittable, and they had a magical play happen. It's like 
those two things basically won it. I mean, Hershiser was amazing. I mean, he was unhittable. He was on there for like twelve years, wasn't he? Um, no, I don't think he was that long. But he, he, he pitched for the like the Indians and those mid nineties yeah. Indians teams that went to the World Series. Oh, absolutely. And then he went to the, I think those. he went to the Yankees at some. He point, might have. No, I, 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 I don't. With David Cohn. David uh, Cohn. I mix up Oral Hershiser and David Cohn constantly. Oh, no, yeah. They were different different pitchers. Uh, Hershiser was, uh, he started having arm problems. <laughs> Hershiser was a complete, like, he completely challenged people. Like, he David Cohn. He had a pair of balls. Like, he had a pair of balls, Hershiser did. David you know? Cohn, man. Cohn had wicked stuff. C- he had Cone wicked, had wicked, wicked had shit. Uh, you know, but he came up with the Royals, actually. Cohn had did. had stuff all the time. You know. Um, 1957 this week, Elvis makes his seventh and final appearance on the Ed Sullivan show. 19, what, 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 57. 57? That's probably when he started doing movies yeah, and then he came yep. back and was high on fucking wow, Percodin pill, for constantly. Pills and stuff and constipated, you know, on greens and reds or whatever School, weird like 1973 Schoolhouse Rock premieres on ABC with Multiplication Rock. What, what, what year? 73 73 was schoolhouse rocks yeah dude i mean th- that is like that was your shit right yes you were yes. a schoolhouse rock guy absolutely conjunction junction what's your function that that working up yep. clauses and free bill uh, on capitol hill i'm just a bill shit. and i'm only that that was like a cultural touchstone for children of my like people my age because if, if you ever see reality bites which is a horrible depiction of Gen, oh, Gen x oh she's yeah. singing she's singing that's the a list song. of that's, a, that's on the romantic comedy list uh, we're gonna watch I that at it. some just, point that movie uh bothered the shit out of me i didn't like you never it. sang my sharona in a gas station ironically oh, god and then the guy ga- and the clerk was like you wacky kids yeah, well, the irony certainly came. Your generation has mastered it, though. It's, you, you've taken it to a higher level. We're ironic. Irony, you know? Because we I, had the song. Isn't it ironic? We love our irony, I man. Them. You know, like 90s, irony was kind of deemed hip or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's fucking lame. <laughs> so 1975 AM America premieres on ABC with Bill Butel as host. I don't know who the fuck that I have is. No idea what that 1991 is. 1991 Real Life with Jane Pauley premieres on NBC. Oh, yeah. Jane Pauley was hot shit. My mom, I think, hated Jane Pauley. She was in Chicago for a year and then went to went to the Today Show. She, she was a rising star. Rising star. She she was in Indiana for like two or three years. She sucked off every executive. That's fucking. Then she went to Chicago because Chicago's a good stepping stone. Oh, she's good there. Okay, we can take her to the big 1982 city. 1982 fame premieres on NBC. That was a huge. My seventh grade year at Stonewall Jackson Middle School. The girls would wear the leg warmers. Lisa, fame. Lisa oh, the Padilla, fucking, like the high leg sock but, but, thing. But, yeah, but they wear them just up to their knees. Yeah. Because uh, they wanted a, to look that's like that's a them. precursor to flash dance. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it was very much that, that what they wore, like a different color, is what was worn on Fame. They were oh, it's what was worn on Fame. So on Friday they wear those leg warmers because they watched it on Fame. That was something the girl Lisa Padilla, Lisa, or as I said, Lisa Padilla. She was one of the real hot chicks of like I remember being like, whoa, and she wore those, and I was like, oh, like I mean, I, I remember like saying her name, <laughs> say my like, just name, just being so like because I, I was so enamored with her, you know. She was like this beautiful woman to me when I was like girl to me when I was uh, 12 <laughs> early, early crushes, you know, the who and the kinks so perform no shindig uh, perform on the last shindig TV show in 1966. That was oh. fucking when TV was hit, man. Yeah, look, they're going to the black party. Can you see she's cool? No. Peter. So it's, a new, it's a New Year's party. She looks good. That's not Peter, that's Jack. 
Uh, who's Jack again? Peter's brother. And I love him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who's Jack? This guy was in a bunch of stuff, man. He was an, he's a totally good character actor. Oh, yeah. He's a, like, he and Morgan Freeman at one time went to similar auditions. But This yeah. week in 1993, NBC offers The Tonight Show to David Letterman, and the whole war happened. Wow. Yep. That spike. Thank God. You shouldn't Let's have see. Any. We're almost getting to today, and then we Why could put not? a button on this because fucking episode. Good for the baby. Yeah, it's cool. Woo, there's the moment where it stops at the party. The, it, it, uh, I don't know. That aesthetic, I do miss that aesthetic. Of this is, I guess, big for history. 1894, Edison kin- uh, Kinetoscope Record of a Sneeze, uh, released in movie theaters. You know what? We've come full circle because I bet you yeah. could convince a bunch of retards to go listen to a sneeze in movie theaters now. <laughs> like, yeah, like the scene in Idiocracy was it's just the ass on the screen. Yeah. And that one for best script. Fart the musical. Yeah. It was, like, 1959 amazing. Rawhide premieres on CBS. Oh, yeah. 1979 Kmart pulls Let's Get Small for being in bad taste. Well, that's, that was like one of my favorite comedy albums as a kid. Let's That's get why. small was great. You like the subversive shit, the subversive arrow through your head. Company. I, 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 well, Steve Martin was like a early stand. By the time I got to, to Steve Martin, he was already the father of the bride. Oh yeah. He was old, old over the hill. Uh, his standup was great. His standup was like a very unique. Well, I also get, he sold out stadiums. Well, like he sold I, out stadiums as a stand. I also comic. get why he retired because he basically said the whole point of me was that I was supposed to look like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. That I was this fucking buffoon of a performer yeah. with like, but it I wasn't. Everything was meticulously planned. So it was almost like he said, by the time people figured out what my shtick was, yeah, it wasn't fun- authentic anymore. Yeah. Now I'm yeah. just now you're just like you know what it is, and it's just me repeating. So he said like he literally couldn't do the craft of it anymore because wow. he was like my they figured my gimmick out like they 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 yeah. they're smart to it yeah so yeah. he just said like why try and top it i'll just retire and and, and just make do movies. movies yeah 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 absolutely yeah he was because his stand-up I, I remember i had a professor in college told me he saw him on the let's get small tour like in 78 79 in champagne he went to the university of illinois they sold out the football stadium he sold out the football stadium there were fifty thousand people to see Steve Martin's stand-up comedy. Hell yeah. He would sell it stand-up. Uh, 1989, the Pat Sajak show premieres on Ooh. CBS. Yeah, that went nowhere. 96, first episode of Third Rock from the Sun. That was a very big show of my childhood. Interesting. Love Third Rock. Yeah, it's supposed to be a pretty good show, right? I heard it was pretty funny. I mean, you know, yeah. well-written. Lith- Lithgow's a good... Lithgow's good. He's great. World uh, According Lithgow's to Garp? A, yeah. Come I on. Mean, he's, he's one of the few famous people I've actually met. I met him at, 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 at the Philadelphia Ballet... Because a friend of mine's daughter was uh, uh, was uh, in, the, in the Pennsylvania Ballet, and, and so we went uh, went and saw it. And, and he's a, like a he gives funding to it and stuff. He's a donor, and he was actually in the audience for a ballet. We nineteen fifty seven. Baseball commissioner Ford Frick rules Bing Crosby can keep token stock in Detroit Tigers, even though he owns part of the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's weird baseball minutia. <laughs> God, such. You know, we have our own laws. Our, well, our base, so like, like we're, you look at the NHL, where one dude owned eight teams. 
Well, it's fucking, just <laughs> fucking Norris owned the whole fucking. That's why the whole conference was named after. Th- those, him. He owned the Red Wings, the Canadians, and the Blackhawks, and then he never. That's why the Blackhawks were never good because all of the good players went to the other two teams. <laughs> what well, was also I remember like the divisions, like the Patrick division, the Clarence Norris Campbell, the, the, the Norris. The, I wish the they Smith, went back the Smythe, to that dude. Uh, the Consmith. It was also those divisions. Those were all just Canadian drinking buddies of like the of Lord Stanley or whatever. Well, the Blackhawks got, got loaded, you know, because they had to face the goddamn edmonton oilers in the yeah, first round of the yeah, playoffs yeah, every year yeah yeah the oilers were they, they were a when i think of dominant teams like uh, of my of they my were the chiefs memories, of hockey uh you know yeah, they were what the patriots were so actually patriots have, honestly the patriots are probably the longest dynasty which finally has come to an end thank god so to quickly button but, this up this yeah. is this is a little warm to my heart because i yeah. remember this syndicated yeah. show 1980 the last broadcast of the rockford files on nbc see i remember the rockford files on wciu channel 26 the U. Come on after Barney. Rockford Files was, was a good show. That was deemed like a little bit like kind of a cooler cop show of its time, you know? 1982, NBC premieres the TV film Will G. Gordon Liddy based on the Watergate <laughs> conspirator, participant, and convict. Yeah, he, he was always, you know what Liddy is like of the current guys that are around? You know, of like Trump sycophant or he's, he's comparable to Roger Stone. I think they, they probably learned at the same altar. Like, like, like Nixon literally created a team of guys who just specialized in dirty political tricks that that was their entire job was just to to do weird things and get people off the scent and put disinformation out like you know, the things you do like a, for weak governments, you know, when you want to topple them so that they mastered that, you know, or, or, or certainly have plan that roger ailes was part of that roger stone was part of that carl rove was part of that group I'm fast forwarding to the end so you we know, can button this up yeah because it's it's sort of feel like, i feel like it's just been the end the entire time <laughs> i feel like we're still at the final scene you know every, every scene i see that, that that's what they all feel like well i mean we really don't need to know anything other than they get together you see her hair all improved. these movies you just know they get together but how do you feel because it takes a little bit to how do you feel about the episode you good you happy with what we did oh, here yeah. today i i i i've enjoyed I had a couple of good laughs in there man some yeah. hearty laughs that's the point you you get it to, we can get that up to more than a couple <laughs> yeah well, do, do. we'll it's, be it's on board it's happening you we'll know? be on board it's it's fun it's been a good time but yeah so you want to fucking are you done yeah have you have you climaxed well the the crow's done (laughs) so So, what actually happens she falls in love with him and and yeah and then she and then there's a moment where peter it's at some sort of let's just go to it let's just go to the end scene she knew her wheelhouse you know well yeah well her wheelhouse was being formed for her at this point yeah um it's basically like the other girlfriend gets involved and why does she get it? Oh, cause he's just like, I won't sexually assault you anymore. You know, uh, I have to, I masturbate to you every night, and every then, night. And then I weep, but you know, Hey, I hope you, Oh, with this me. is it. <laughs> he showed up to the booth and he put a wedding ring in instead of a token. What a great way to end the show. They're all there. There, there are people who love this movie, correct? Yeah, she's there's one in this room right now. It's a, it's a, okay. I don't hate it, to be honest with you, Crow. He loves her back. Uh, yeah, you know. I, Look at him like Han fucking Solo. 
She is super cute. She was very pretty. Yeah, look time. at the whole family just gawking at him. You know, Jack Warden's got a big fucking stiffy. You know, he probably hasn't had a stiffy since doing the shaggy DA <laughs> or, or being or being fucking Warren Beatty's coach and fucking heaven can wait. Yeah. You know something. You so took we the field. We're having a good old Chicago wedding oh, God. on the back I, of the train. I, I knew I was going to make my joke was going to be, does it end with them on the it L? And of course it does. On the orange, orange line, line going to Midway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God. But Jack, uh, that that that, that Jack stop is the perfect gift. Because uh, that clock, what is that clock? That clock is the cue to give away where they're at. Is that at um Clark Lake? Oh, I that's think. a sun. That's that's where the Trump Tower is. No, no, no. The, the, no, yeah. This is a further. It's Wabash and uh, uh, it's Wabash and a cross street, a northern cross. What Randolph? Yeah. Randolph, maybe. Well, you're goddamn right. It's a cross street. It's a cross street to happiness. Then we also had the Sun Times building now replaced by Trump Tower. Yeah. You know, well, right there. That Trump was it, Tower. guys. That was the episode. Yeah. And, and yes, it was the episode. And, and we're going to get there, people. Biden will be president soon enough. And, you know, hopefully there'll be a, a return to some level of sanity. You know, we'll see yeah. what happens. Well, um, I hope there's security for his uh, his inauguration. I hope yeah, I kind of hope they don't do it anywhere near in any in an undisclosed location. Well, they're, they're going to do it in D.C. They have to do it there. Couldn't you see? I mean, there just better be good security. There just better be good security. Yeah. You know. Well, thanks for tuning in, yes, guys. Absolutely. I hope it was sufficient for you. It was good for us. Absolutely. We need a smoke after. <laughs> on that high um, note of we're here talking on, about Biden's assassination. You know? We're here every week. <laughs> I hope uh, subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, but preferably, you go to KeithPazel.com for everything. We'll see yes. you next week. We love you. Thank you. Oh, yeah.